This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. All right, yeah. Yeah. My friends, it is that time again. What time is that time? You know what time it is. Best show time. Got the whole gang here. We got AP Mike is here this week. Thanks for, my, for coming by. Oh, this guy. So quiet. It's in my head already. Game within the game. Guy plays it better than anyone. Guy plays the game within the game better than it's all. It's all psychological with him. It's like uh, I think I'm getting gaslighted, right? It's give me an old-fashioned gaslighting. Don't gaslight me. Hear me, Mike? Don't gaslight me. I'll try not to. Thank you. That's kind of you. It's mighty kind of you, neighbor. So, we have an exciting show for you tonight. Oh, Dudio's here. How are you, Dudio? Good. He's so little too going the other way. He's got to find a balance between these two guys. Mike doesn't want to be here. Dudio wants to be here a little too much. Not sure which one I like less. No, I like them both. I like both of these guys, but I'm talking about which attitude. I, I need something to go right down the middle. Maybe I merge these two guys, get some sort of uh, fusion machine, turn them into one being. What do you think about that? That would be something else. Boy, I can feel myself regretting that. Imagine that if that actually happened. to be like, wait, can we go back to how it was before, please? Where they were just two separate dudes. Tonight, the topic, you know what the topic is. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. We are on the lookout for you, the best show listener, to help me, us, I, you, determine who are the 50 greatest animals in entertainment of all time. Who are the animals? You ready, Mike, for this? Think we got some good ones? Who uh, you got some picks out there? Flipper, flipper. Okay, no, this is going to come up with a new topic. New topic. Flipper. La- Lassie. Oh boy. La- La- Lassie. Lassie, Mike. You sound too regional with that. Lassie. So that's what we're going to do, my friends. The phone number is 201-332-3484. And I've been told there's a special guest who will be calling in tonight. That's right. The one and only superstar cat herself, Lil Bub. Get ready. We will be talking to Lil Bub later in the show. But right now, I want to tell you all about this song 
recorded by my bro, Paycheck, and my bro, Mrs. Paycheck. The best show may now begin. What's that a reference to? Anybody get it? Who got that reference? Bye bye, Birdie. You gotta be sincere. You gotta be sincere. Jesse Pearson. Is he still alive? Late great Jesse Pearson. I say he's dead. Gotta play Conrad Birdie. Good stuff, man. I suffer. It's my guy. Hey, man. Okay, doing the worst Elvis you ever saw in your life. Did have a little, uh, f- uh, b- uh, little uh, uh, church key on his uh, on his motor motor motorcycle there. So, all right. Welcome back to the best show. The best show. Home in New Jersey, finally, after two, three weeks away. Goodness gracious, on the West Coast tour, the Sharpling and Worcester tour, so much fun. Then away, uh, doing some stuff in Tirana. Back home here, where it should be. And tonight's topic, the 50 greatest animals 
in all of entertainment history. Who do you think should be on the list? I would say right off the top, Muttley makes the list. Remember him, that Weisenheimer? Always giving the business to, uh, always giving the business to Dick Dastardly. Dog with a blog, he's gotta make it. Breakout star of his own show. You ever watch that show, Mike? You don't watch Disney? No? Good show. Dog with a blog. It's about a dog who can talk. He's got a blog. It's good stuff. So, that's the topic. We're going to cover a lot of ground. AP Mike's also debuting his new song tonight, which I cannot wait to hear. I know nothing about it. I'm told it's his greatest achievement yet. I'm told it might be his good vibrations. But before we get to any of this, I would like to say right now, two and a half hours ago, I was over at Ikea, and I want to say to the guy at Ikea, if you're listening, you bum, you rat, I'm online, there's two registers open, and kind of an amorphous line for the two registers. It's one of those things, it's like, yeah, who's whoever's up next gets to go to the which register opens up next. And then, guy behind me, I'm in, uh, he, uh, the, the one register opened, so I start sliding over to it, and this guy, excuse me, excuse me, yeah, that's, uh, I'm online, that's my line. So he was just, he was behind me, riding it, I couldn't tell which line he was on. You bum, you rat, with your cheap tattoos, your cheap one-color tattoos. Can't even get something that pops on your arm, on your rat skin. Guy's a rat. Had to go, had to go. But you know what? God punished him because he forgot part of the pieces from Ikea. He had to go run back, and he only only brought half the stuff to the register. Guy couldn't figure out Ikea, you dunce. Huh? Uh, maybe someday you put your little thinking cap on, you'll figure Ikea out. You bum. You rat bum. Thumbs down to you. Thumbs down for eternity to you, my friend. Not into it. Not into it. But you know what I am into? The music we just heard. I just heard. We all just heard Nick Diamonds from his album. City of Quartz. That's Nick Diamonds, uh, otherwise known as Nick Thorburn. You might know him uh, as uh, as the uh, the the frontman uh, for uh, Islands and the Unicorns in the past. He's a good guy, uh, a great musician. I saw his movie at uh, TIFF in Toronto. He had something in the short f- film series. So what can't this guy do? What can't this guy do? He had a movie, That Dog. It was really great. And that song was called The Sting. The album is on the Monkey label. Great stuff. Gotta love it. And you know who else you gotta love? New Shannon and the Clams before that. Holy moly, new album out, Gone by the Dawn, on Hardly Art. I love it. Shannon and the Clams. Can't go wrong. 
with them, and this album is their best yet. It's Too Late, the name of that song. Shannon and the Clams. Love it. And starting us off, The Swaves. S-U-E-V-E-S. It's a single on Hozak. Song's called Liquid Hounds. The Swaves. So good. Three winners right out of the box. A boom, a boom, a boom. That's how we do it. We have an exciting show for you. Later in the show, uh, we're going to have uh, Lil Bub is going to call in. The cat. You know Lil Bub. The famous cat. Superstar. We'll talk to uh, her later. But I'm being told the first of uh, what I hope to be an exciting feature on the show as we uh, go forward. I hope this is a feature uh, we can keep doing. will be uh, live concert reports on the show. And uh, we have uh, uh, Best Show correspondent Toby Rafelson is on hand tonight. Over at the Newbridge Rock Music and Entertainment Pavilion, uh, covering the Big Death Cab for Cutie concert, uh, and we're gonna have a report from Toby now. Toby, are you with us? Tom, can you hear me? I can. Tom, the Newbridge Rock Music and Entertainment Pavilion has been undulating with the sounds of hardcore sleaze ever since Seattle's Death Cab for Cutie took the stage about an hour ago. There was speculation in this week's issue of the New Bridge Electric Guitar as to whether the band could sustain itself since the departure of multi-instrumentalist Chris Walla, who was, of course, arrested last year on charges of flagrant and aggravated exsanguination of an elderly tennis instructor. But all doubts have been erased the moment Death Cab took the stage tonight to the sounds of Mike Oldfield's tubular bells, along with a blanket of thick red fog that could not have recalled the chilling vibe of The Exorcist any better. This is true horror filth rock at its most brutally disgusting. Nick Harmer has been stalking the stage with his chainsaw-shaped bass and doing his patented sexually intrusive crotch thrusts in the faces of audience members, male and female alike, all the while demanding to see, quote, some of that sick, effing new bridge I've been hearing so much about it's 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 just traumatizing. Toby, are you okay? Are you okay? It I'm seems like okay. you're start no. you're getting you're getting flustered by the I am by the I moment. Am. It's sick, Tom. Also, yes. Drummer Jason McGurr. Yes. He he took the brilliant which side is louder section of the great Bobby Blotzer's legendary drum solo and upped the ante by firing a cannon full of rabid dead mice at each side until they screamed at a volume McGurr deemed, quote, ear-effing splitting enough, you crazy backwater MFs. Backwater, backwater. Yes. Again, he this is very... He thinks we're rubes here, it's, Tom. It's very upsetting. I understand that, Toby. It is. But it we're is. trying to do a concert report here. You're going to have to... If you're going to see shows, you're going to have to be uh, be able to hold it together, buddy. And, I, I and, agree. I couldn't agree more. And, and Tom? Uh-huh. Frontman Ben Gibbard <laughs> has not been outdone by any means tonight. 
He's been in full sleeve master general mode since he hit the stage. Mm-hmm. When not calling for and receiving several, quote, new bridge panty showers, the singer-guitarist has been inciting the 8,000 strong to take up arms against, quote, those fetid power monsters who have been keeping you from getting as sleazy and as partying as hard as you want. Gibber's main two targets so far have been Officer Cleon Harrops Is that the- someone or some. Yes? Is that the crowd in the back? Is he inciting that them right them. now? Yes, he's inciting them. So His two targets have been Officer Harrops and someone or something he, dis- he refers to as the voice-modulated radio ape who has been polluting your airwaves for the last 15 years. Uh-huh. And during the middle of death of an interior decorator, Tom? Yeah. Gibbard had the entire crowd chanting... Kill Blob, kill Blob, kill Blob, over and over again. Oh, my God, they're going crazy out there. Can you hear it, Tom? I can, I can. I'm a little they, nervous now. They want this this Blob person's blood. Uh-huh. Well, and he was chanting it over and over again as new members David Depper and Zach Ray hung an effigy of the offending half-animal part party machine before throwing it out into the audience, who proceeded to tear it up and eat it like a rabid, unhinged gas station dog. Wait. Toby, can yeah. I can I ask you something? All oh, of yeah. this really happened? Oh, my God, yeah. It's crazy. All of that. So they held up a... a They're half naked, those guys. That This is nothing like the band that I, I, I... I've seen them a bunch of times, and I've never seen them be half Listen naked on stage. Listen to that. I, I, I t- oh my goodness, Toby! I, I'm not. I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this concert report. The details are way too, way too uh, different from what I know the band to be. Yeah, none of that stuff happened. So n- yeah, just, no, none of it did happen, right? No. Yeah. No, it's just five guys playing music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you made all of that up. Uh, what's that? The only. I d- I did. The only crazy thing that's actually happened so far yeah, is when I saw this girl in jorts squeeze her boyfriend's man bun, and, and he was also wearing jorts. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, well I, I have no idea why you would – you're making stuff up, and I don't know why you, in particular you're making up all these mean details that Ben said about me, and I'm I'm – consider uh, you know ben gibbard is a friend of mine and i i actually have no idea why you would say anything like the stuff you've said because i'm mad at you you're mad at me why why are you mad at me toby you took my last butterscotch snack pack from the best show fridge i took your last butterscotch snack pack you did well i love those those little pudding packs they're pudding packs. And I took the last one and you got mad. You did, and you uh-huh. took the little plastic spoon. Yeah, well, that's really stupid, Toby. Maybe you're stupid. Oh, no. What? what? What's wrong? I dropped my deep-fried butter stick. Okay. It stinks. Yeah. It all melted on my little fingers. Yeah, your deep-fried butter stick? Yes. You dropped it. I did. You know what's even worse? What? This concert only has one horn. 
Okay. Now, Toby, when you're at a... Wait, he's gone. He's gone. Oh, wow. That, that's the weirdest concert report. He was definitely at the show. But he... uh Not sure what to make of, make of the rest of that there. So tonight, my friends, the top 50 greatest animals in entertainment. Later in the program, we will be joined by Lil Bub, Superstar Cat. What's that going to be like, Mike? Me interviewing a cat? Be interesting. That is Mike. I was gone for... for I haven't been here for the last two weeks. Mike and Dudio were doing the show uh, from here. First of all, it's clear that there was like a party going on. A lot of that came in a little earlier than I was, than I planned on. I saw Dudio doing a little little cleaning at a garbage bag filled with stuff. Like what's in the garbage bag? It's clearly cans. He's like, oh, nothing, nothing, just some. Just some trash from outside. Like, why'd you bring it inside? Why'd you bring the trash from outside in? I'm learning how to get through this, these guys. I will say this, though. Dudio? Seriously? Happy birthday. The happiest of birthdays to Dudio. The one and only Jason Gore. Great guy. The, the best show would not be the best show without without him. So I do appreciate everything you do. Thanks, buddy. Now I will go back to acting the way I was before. This guy, what a weirdo. Can't take it anymore. <laughs> now I'll go back to the way it quote-unquote really is. Oh, boy. So, the hashtag on... On all your social media, 50 is 50 greatest animals, and it's the number 50. I wonder if it, you think we can get 50 greatest animals trending? You think it can happen? I guess you have to believe in this life, right? Sometimes you just got to believe. It's like that song, Happy Talk. Happy I keep talking happy talk, talking about the things you like to do, right? If you don't have a dream, and if you don't have a dream, how you gonna have a dream come true? Oh, I'm looking at these suggestions. First of all, Hosehead from Strange Brew. There's no way Hosehead doesn't make the list. Hosehead, Bob and Doug McKenzie's dog. From the from the movie <laughs> Strange Brew, the dog that flies, he flies at a point in it, if I remember correctly. Are you going to keep the list, Studio? All right, uh, Hosehead number five, start off strong. Of course, Hosehead makes the list. Who else did I say? Mutley. Motley, number f- 14. 
littlest hobo. Somebody put some dog hobo from the littlest hobo. I don't know what that is. I'm not putting Hooch or Turner up on the thing. If anything, I'll all put Tom Hanks's character up on the list. Not whichever one. Someone tell me which one is Hooch and which one's Turner. And I'll put the the human one up. Oh, whose list is this? This is like a cry for help, this list. MC, this is yours, this yours, Mike? No, it's studio, it's studios. Oh boy. Somebody's having a bad birthday. MC Scat Cat. No. The Dead Cat from Pet Cemetery. Mike is clearly coaching on this. Dreyfus from Empty Nest. Empty Nest? What are you doing watching Empty Nest? That's a, I see that on this channel. I was when I was in uh, uh, the, the the San Francisco. I was watching this channel called Laugh L A F F, and they were showing the cheapest sitcoms you've ever seen, like sitcoms that co- must cost nothing to to air, and they kept showing. Episodes of Ellen, which, does anybody remember what the theme to Ellen was? The theme to the Ellen sitcom is unbelievably shocking. I'm telling you, you cannot believe that this is the theme to a TV show. It's like a, it's got like a, like a tropical southwestern feel to it. I was like, what, what is this? A commercial for like, like patio furniture? Yeah, Ellen theme song 1994. Is this it? Let me see if this is it. It's trending number one in L.A., I've been told. Uh, 50 Greatest Pets. No, not this one. Come on. Stop pretending that was the theme. That was not the theme. You guys had a bad theme on this thing, man. No. Where's the real? Somebody please find me this ridiculous Ellen opening theme. Is this it? Listen to this. this was a theme to any show ever oh I kept, I kept watching these episodes over and over as I didn't want to get out of bed now 
now we know what uh, Zamfir was doing when things went south. Did the Ellen theme. Yeah, that, that theme is the worst. It's like skin crawling. I mean, what does that sound like? That sounds like a... Can't even equate it to anything. Oh, I can't even make any jokes about it. It's just so paralyzingly bad. Oh. So yeah, so that channel kept playing Ellen and Full House. Uh, no, no, Empty Nest, which is a sitcom that used to have a Rich, Richard Mulligan, this guy who uh, you might know from. Uh, what do you know him from? What was he on? Soap. Yeah, he's not making a list. Sorry, 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 Dreyfus. Even though it's your birthday, Dudio. Don the horse from hot to tr- oh, from hot to trot. The horse, the horse from hot to trot. Oh, brother! I thought Mike was the troublemaker out there. I'm starting to realize. I think Mike tainted Dudio. I think Dudio's been been he's been mic'd up. Right? Mic'd up and he's on the go. On AP Mike Radio. Mic'd up. Mic'd up. Studio got mic'd up. And now he's acting like Mike. My friends. I want to tell you all about Casper Mattresses. That's right. Today's show is sponsored by Casper Mattresses. Obsessively engineered, American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going over to casper.com slash best show and you use the offer code best show. Look, you spend about a third of your life sleeping. So you, you should do it on a good mattress. Stop sleeping on your, your couch or your, your, your inflated bed. Get a good mattress. Do it right. Treat yourself nice. Casper brings together two comfy technologies for better nights and brighter days, and that's latex foam and memory foam. They've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep, and there's free trial. Oh, sorry, free trial. No, oh, risk-free trial. Learn to read, Tom. Casper offers a risk-free trial and return policy. They'll deliver the mattress straight to you. You try it for 100 days, and if you're not happy, they pick it right back up. And at the, you go to the store, you get, maybe get a minute to try the mattress, and everybody's staring at you while you're laying on the thing. It's weird, not fun, can't actually see what it feels like. Casper, you get to sleep on the mattress in your own house. $500 for a twin-size mattress, 950 for a king-size mattress. Compare that. To the rest of the industry, it's an outstanding price point and $50 toward any mattress purchased by going to casper.com slash best show. Using the offer code best show. Terms and conditions apply. Casper.com. And now you know, I know, football started, right? It started. The season started this past week. Everyone saw your New York Giants eat it in the final play of the game. 
Everybody saw the Jets win big. So many upsets, so many triumphs, so many tragedies. Football's back. And if you're a football fantasy, uh, fantasy football maniac, you might have your season-long team and you're staring at it. you got weeks to go, 16 weeks to go to get that thing to the finish line. But you don't have to wait till week 16 with DraftKings. Put your fantasy skills to the test each and every week this season at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. One-week fantasy football means no season-long commitments. If you've got an injured player, it's no problem. It's like a new season every week. You're not stuck with the same players. And get this. You listen to this. DraftKings is crowning a new millionaire every week this season. You turn your love of football into a life-changing payday. Pick the players. Pile up the points and pick up your cash. Believe me, you have not experienced fantasy football like this before. It's not the usual uh, uh, thing uh, uh, to, to buy the, bo- the book there. It's uh, fantasy DraftKings style. The big time. I got to do this. I do fantasy uh, basketball. I got to start doing fantasy football. Clean up at this. Maybe I'll be a millionaire. And the best show. But you know what? Maybe I'll let you be the millionaire. I'll let you put the team together. And let you sip from the victory cup. So hurry over to DraftKings.com right now. And use promo code BEST, B-E-S-T, to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter BEST. For free entry now, only at DraftKings.com, DraftKings.com. Did I say DraftKings.com? What part of DraftKings.com did you not understand? DraftKings.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Jinx, the superfood-powered dog kibble everyone's been talking about. See the results for yourself and try their one-month transformation. Within the first few weeks, you'll see how Jinx can help with your dog's energy, mood, and even digestion. And it's all thanks to the high-quality ingredients they use, like organic chicken, Atlantic salmon, and grass-fed beef. Try the one-month transformation today. Find Jinx in your local Walmart. So I'm looking at what people are saying now, suggesting things. Does the human fish count from the Chris Gethard show? No, does not count. Look, there's, there's not enough slots for the amount of great animals with this thing. I don't know why you people are trying to pick weird loophole animals. We're going to run out of spots. I can load this thing up. I can't put John Wick's dog Daisy on this. That's too gruesome. That's not even a spoiler, too, to say that that dog eats it uh, ten minutes into the movie. Right? It's in the trailer. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. Who's this? 
It's this Bill from Arlington, Massachusetts. What's up, Bill? How are you? I'm doing really well. It's nice to uh, chat with you, man. It's good to talk to you as well. Thanks. You got something for the topic? I do. What do you got? Lou Reed, the rock and roll animal himself. That's stupid. Goodbye. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. That's so. That's, that's just like annoying. Isn't that like. That's got a. You know, there's a point in life, man. I tell you, maybe this is. I saw that. Uh, what's his face there? What's the president's name again? Obama. He said this thing today where he's like, you kids gotta stop crying on college campuses. He's like saying, like, sometimes you gotta hear what other people gotta say. Look, he's got a point. If you know someone's stupid, let them be stupid all day long. Learn from their stupidity. Maybe pick the smart parts out of their stupidity and then you get to even be smarter yourself. There's a line, there's a balance, you find the balance. We're all trying to find the balance. I'm telling you, maybe that, that last clown who called Pill from Arlington, West Virginia. God bless him. He maybe should have been told to paint inside the lines every once in a while. That's a kid who'd like, paint outside, don't just color in the thing, color wherever you want. Sometimes you color in the thing too, though. You color in the thing. He said we're going to run out of things. He's got to do Lou Reed. Yeah. Here's the list of the 50 greatest animals of all time. At number seven, Lou Reed. Then I got somebody going, where's Benji? You know what I mean? Got somebody going, where's Benji? You have room for... Sorry, we couldn't put Benji on the list. We got Lou Reed on the list. We couldn't get... Yeah. No room for the cat from the long goodbye. Had to get Lou Reed on the list. No room for Dreyfus. Look, trust me, if this was the list of the top 5,000, Dreyfus ain't getting anywhere near it. Sorry, Dudio. Come up with some other names. The Dancing Chicken from Strozek, someone just said. Of course that Dancing Chicken ends up on the list. Where should we put that Dancing Chicken, Mike? Number one. No, that's not going to happen. Number two. That's, uh, let me guess, you're next, you're going to say number three next. Number three. No, it's not number three either. Let's put the dancing chicken at number 10. Let's see how that fits. Uh, the dancing chicken from Strozek. Besho, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Drew in Williamsburg, Virginia. Drew in Williamsburg, Virginia. What's up in Williamsburg tonight? Uh, not much. The We're other Williamsburg. The other Williamsburg, right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot more uh, retired folks down here. I'm from Williamsburg, man. You ever say that to anybody? Yeah, I'm from uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. You ever mumble it? Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm from Williamsburg, Virginia. Right? Yeah. What do you got for the list? Uh, I have a few. I guess I'll go until you cut me off. Give me your top two, right, to start. We'll see how you're Uh, you're doing. So from uh, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant's dog, Strider. That he yells in the end of Brown Yard Stomp. That's true. Strider. That's a a bit of a reach, though. Go ahead. Who else you got? Uh, I have uh, the bear that ate Grizzly Man. Well, I don't know about that. What else you got? Uh, the duck that Louis C.K. brought to Iraq. No. What else you Cat got? Cat dog. Cat dog, nope. What else? Uh, dog meat from the Fallout games. What? Uh, the 
it's one of the companions in the video game series. No. Okay. That Sorry. might be it for me then. Sorry, bro. Best show, you're on the air. Tom! You! Hi, Tom. It's Mary in Brooklyn. Mary in Brooklyn! Is this Mary? Mary! Mary H? Yes. I know who you are. How is Mary Houlihan, the Hi. famous comedian? Yes, the world's famous. Yes. How was your show last week? I'm sorry I could not be in attendance. Okay. It was so good. I was so nervous beforehand, and then, it, you know, there wasn't anything to be nervous for, so it felt good. Good. It went well. I'm glad to hear it went well. Yeah. How were your shows? Oh, they were great. We uh, did live shows in San Francisco, Los Angeles, Portland, and Seattle. And coming up, my friends, Sharpling and Worcester return to the East Coast. Toronto. Boston. Philadelphia. Well, you actually found a third pitch there. I didn't think you could do it. Tickets are available at Stereolaughs.com slash tour. Stereolaughs, L-A-F-F-S, dot com slash tour. Do you have a suggestion for the topic? Famed yes. comedian Mary Houlihan. Yes. I nominate Snoopy. Snoopy. That's a good one. Snoopy. Snoopy. Mike, what do you think of Snoopy? Five. Mike says five for Snoopy. Hosehead is at five, Mike. Let's move Hosehead down to seven and put Snoopy at five. Deserved. Now, what about that? You know, I didn't lie. I like Snoopy a lot, but I don't like that rat cousin of his or whoever. You know, that one with the scraggly no mustache. You don't like Spike? <laughs> he looks like a uh, like a creep. I love him. Like a drifter, right? He's like uh, he looks like Johnny Depp if he was a Snoopy. It looks like Snoopy's version. It sounds like Charles Schultz's version of like Badlands would have. He'd be like uh, Starkweather, right? I don't even know what that means. Uh, you, you, don't worry. You're just it's a creep. Oh, okay. You know Martin Got Sheen. It. You know Martin Sheen. You know who that is. Yeah. Well, he started off. What do you What do you think of when you first think of Martin Sheen, Mary? Emilio Estevez. Okay. Well, at one point, Martin Sheen was this like super good-looking, intense dude, right? And he was in this movie, Badlands, with Sissy Spacek. And uh, he uh, is like a, 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 a killer in it. He's a creep. You should see this movie. It's a creepy movie. But it's a good movie. Not a horror movie. It's a good movie. Mm. I think you'd like it. Sounds good. I'll watch it. But yes, he, wa he was... He looks like Emilio Estevez in it, doesn't he, Mike? Yeah. You see that... You can see this... When you see a young... You see a young, uh, 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 Charlie, uh, no, not Charlie Sheen, Martin Sheen. He, you see that he's clearly Emilio Estevez's father. I like the other Estevez. The one, uh, the one, uh, Martin Sheen's brother. Jack? Is that his name? Jack Estevez? I don't know. Any other names for the list? Well, I was gonna say Spike Snoopy's cousin, but I guess that's off the. Ah, that might be. We that ship might have sailed, Mary. <sighs> Sorry. That's okay. All I'll right. Get over it. You'll you'll rally. <laughs> Go talk to your pastor. 
I'll put my cap inside out. Put your cap inside out. You'll your rally cap, and then you'll <laughs> you'll look back. You'll say, you know what? I got stronger because I pulled it together. Because Spike, Snoopy, sleazy cousin didn't make the list. He's always like trying to sell him stuff, right? Like, what's he trying to sell him? Like reverse mortgages and stuff. Isn't that what Spike's all about? I don't know. It kind of sounds like a good deal. So you're endorsing reverse mortgages? Yeah. Oh well, let's look. You do that on on your 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 thing. I don't do that. We don't do reverse mortgages here. That's like I next, next thing you know, I'll be selling catheters. Thank you, Mary. Can I have some? Can you have some catheters? The sad thing is, let me see how many they send over. That's my answer to that's my honest answer to that. Nice. All right, you have a great night. Okay, bye-bye. bye bye. Ted, I'm not putting Ted on this list. That weird pervert teddy bear. The uh, corruption of of, of uh, what this list's all about. Chim Chim is not making the list. Sorry. Well, my friends, I want to tell you all about one more thing tonight. I want to tell you about Internet.BS. What is Internet.BS? Well, I'm going to tell you this. You know we put a call out on the show looking for local businesses to support the best show. And Internet.BS stepped up. It's a small company, working hard, lean and mean, not putting all their money into fancy, uh, fancy schmancy uh, ice sculptures and 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 crazy pictures on the their website of uh, of uh, people staring at each other in in uh, suits. No, they're running that thing close to the bone so they can pass the savings on to you. What is Internet.bs? Well, I'm going to tell you. Is the it's consistently the best price registrar in the market. If you're looking, they offer a large range of domain name choices. That's where you go if you want a uh, to buy an internet. BS name. It's simple, very low on the upsell. They don't make you click through uh, click through a bunch of products. You don't want just to get the domain name. You go there, you buy the domain name. It's simple, and they're supporters of this show. Internet.bs also gives their customers free private who is, free web forwarding, free email forwarding, free DNS management. How many times do I say the word free? That's the deals over at Internet.bs. Internet.bs is the domain registrar of choice for subject matter experts all over the world. That's web designers, developers, SEO gurus, among others. All the internet boffins. Boffins! Use Internet.bs because it's the lowest cost and easiest registrar universe. I'm telling you, my friends. If you want to buy a domain name, it's so simple. You go to Internet.bs. And they are offering a promotion right now on .us domains right now. 
And did you know sidebar? Let's sidebar this one. .us is the domain name for the United States of America and the online destination for everyone with a dream, an idea, or a business that's made for the USA. And I know it might not be fashionable to say this, my friends, but I like the USA. That's just how I am. So here is what I want to tell you all about. You go to Internet dot bs backslash oh no look at this promo code no and it says here you have to say that url sorry go to internet dot bs backslash mike rules tom oh internet dot bs backslash mike rules tom right now and celebrate American ingenuity with a .us domain name for just $5. Internet.b, and it cracks a beer right on the, right, a little emphasis. Internet.bs backslash Mike Rules Tom. And you get a .us domain name for just $5. And they said in the thing here, you have to say that we like Mike. Well, I got to say, I like that Internet.BS stepped up and showed their support for the best show. We appreciate that. Thank you so much, guys. All right, 50 greatest animals in entertainment history. So far, we got just a few on the list. Dog with a blog, put him at uh, 47. Doesn't go much higher than that, sorry. It's, a, it's an honor to be uh, mentioned. It's no offense, dog with a blog. Rover Dangerfield, no. Yeah, the cat from Long Goodbye is actually a, a motivating factor in the plot, right? Best show, you're on the air. How's it going, Tom? Uh, it's going all right. Who's this? My name is Fred. I'm from Honolulu. Oh, I know this guy. I know this guy. <laughs> What's up, buddy? This is my buddy. How right? you doing, man? Doing all right. You know what I like about you, Fred? Boy, man. Formerly from Honolulu, currently. And this guy's not one of these guys who he's from Honolulu. He's then he's never gonna he's never gonna push it and see what's out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is a guy. He says to himself. He looks out his window. He sees. What did you see when you looked out your window? I moved. I'm in Bedstein now. No, no, no. What did you know when you used to be in Honolulu? What did you see? I saw nothing because I, I lived in the most boring part of Honolulu. Okay. Well, how far away were Walk you away. from from like a beach, for example? Uh, half mile. Half mile. Yeah. Really nice beach, right? Yeah, Alamoana. So this guy's looking at that half mile from his house every day. And he says to himself, I wonder what would happen if I decided to live in the middle of the San Gennaro Festival every day <laughs> and give up this glorious paradise and watch guys throwing up uh, Zeppelin's. 
in front of, that I have to step over Zeppeli <laughs> barf every day. There was a sweet parade float made out of uh, one of those, uh, what do you call, Cam- uh, Caminos, but they made it look like a gondola. That was really, <laughs> that was really cool. Wait, what was it made out of? It was like an El Camino, but they made it look like a gondola. An El Camino gondola. Yeah. I wish I could be surprised at that, but I can't. I am not in any way startled that that exists. That was right before the mayor and the governor walked out the street. So they're coming down the street, and there's a, yeah. a El Camino, yeah, made made out of a, 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 into a gondola, yeah, with a dude saying, "That's a Mori or whatever. <laughs> That's a Mori or whatever. I like how I like how disrespectful you are for our songs <laughs> here in in New York City, but you don't hear me saying something about uh, Blue Hawaii, one of your one of your one of your one of your indigenous anthems <laughs> right That's you know that Manuka the north yeah. that guy that 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 uh hawaiian great uh elvis presley yeah the surfing champion <laughs> can you did you surf oh me no i bodyboarded i couldn't surf you bodyboarded are you yeah, good at bodyboarding? No, no, I'm terrible. <laughs> How hard is it? Don't you no, just no. get on a thing and the wave takes you there? Yeah, well, just... like you, you. I mean, if you try to catch like a curl or whatever, like it's, mm-hmm. it's not as hard. But yeah. How you doing, buddy? You doing oh, all right? Man. Yeah, I like my new neighborhood. It's pretty good. Good. You're in bed sty. Yeah, I think like that's a bo- that's a better what? fit for you. Yeah, it is. It's like uh, the crowd fried chicken three blocks from my house. Is uh, they have a uh, photos of Jay Z working there. So, uh huh. Yeah, it's really dope. Now, Fred, what's going? You got something for the topic? Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, I got? got Jaws, the shark from Jaws. The shark from Jaws, number sixteen. <laughs> Who else you got? And then. I don't know which one, but maybe an ensemble. Uh, all the animals from the Flintstones, like any of the dinosaurs. You mean any of those enslaved animals? Yes. Yeah. Have we we've talked about this on the air, right? Yeah. I stand by it, and I'm ready to take this. You know, what gets me, Fred. What's up, man? Well, first of all, plenty of things get to me. <laughs> I have. I'm down, I'm like this lunch pail guy, right? Just a ham and egger, slob. You know what I mean? I got, I got, I got no, no, uh, bona fides. I got no prospects. I'm just okay. gr- grinding it out here, uh, grinding it out. Uh huh. But I got, uh, I, I, I hear these TED talks. You know what I mean? When, when am I ever going to get a TED talk? Why can't I do a TED talk about how the Jeffersons and the Flintstones happen at the same time? And that the Flintstones are the primitive people down below that the Jeffersons manipulate every once in a while by throwing some stuff down to watch how it mutates in their society. How they go make a, right? How they go make a, a vacuum cleaner 
they they show them a vacuum cleaner and then they go mm-hmm. and take a little uh little woolly mammoth and try to force him to be a vacuum cleaner. Okay. And you now you know it's true is because there was an episode of the Jetsons when they were when, when Elroy was watching the Flintstones on a little TV viewer. <laughs> so they're his entertainment. I see. You get it? I mean, yeah. I, for, I swear to God, I thought you said the Jeffersons happened at the same time. Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry to say this. I'm going to give up my slot with this TED Talk as long as you promise you'll do yours about how the Jeffersons and the Flintstones happened at the same time. That would be... What if that's what they meant by moving on up and at the top of the skyscraper, the Jeffersons are up there. Yeah. And and then down below is the Flintstones. Right? There wasn't integration yet. Like... No, it, it didn't happen yet. Uh, George, Mr. Bentley wanted us to go to a costume party. Right? You know who that is? It's Wheezy. You ever hear that, Mike? That's a, you take that one to the bank, man. George. Wouldn't that be the greatest thing? Fred Flintstone. And Wheezy Jefferson, right? Bonnie, right? Hey, Bonnie. Jo- Fred Flintstone, what are we... I can't, I can't do it anymore. What else you got for the list, buddy? That's all I got, man. You got, well, you did it. I'll see you in Philly. I'll see you. You'll, Philly? I hope I see you yeah. before that, my friend. All right, man. Okay. Well before that. All right, my buddy. You have a great night. Best show, you're on the air. Uh, hey, Tom. Yes. Hi, my name is Lucky. I'm from Peoria, Illinois. What is your name, Lucky? <laughs> it's Bucky, B-U-C-K-Y. Bucky from Peoria. What's up tonight, Bucky? Oh, not much. I got two for the topic. What do you got for 50 greatest animals in entertainment history? Um, well, they're both along the same lines. Uh, keeping a theme, I've got... First of all, the uh, the ducks from season one, episode one of The Sopranos. If we're going to do The Sopranos, I think we have to do the obvious. Pie oh my. Yeah. Right? we got to do the horse that was on the painting that Paulie Walnuts dug out of the trash and hung in his house. Remember that? Yeah, it's fair. Here's a quick one for you. Sopranos. Do you remember who lived and died? I'm going to ask you real quick. Oh, definitely. Ready? Yeah. Silvio. Uh, Undecided. In a a hospital bed. Bacala. Uh, Dead. Uncle Junior. Uh, Alive, I believe. In a psych ward. Carmela. Um, living and well. Polly Walnuts. Oh, alive, forever, immortal. Yeah. And he went, he won the whole thing. Isn't that the oh, craziest yeah. thing? He won the whole thing. Polly Walnuts. Christopher. <laughs> uh, very dead. Very, very dead. Very dead. Final one, Tony Soprano. 
Um, it's a matter of great debate, but I stay alive. Yeah, you're right. He's alive. If anybody says otherwise, is dumb. Yes, you're dumb. And also, you want to know what the ultimate thing is? Who cares? Is he alive or is he dead? Is he dead or is he alive? Did you like it? Did you like the show? Yeah, I liked it, but is he alive or is he dead? Is he, here's why he's dead. Cause, uh, they said in the thing that if you do dead bar, if you, the way you die is it just goes to black. They said that five years earlier and then he went to black and then the guy moved in the thing and there was a tracking shot and there was no, ah, oh, give me a, and it's the same thing on my side of the street. Yeah, he's alive. I'll tell you he's alive because it's a show about mediocrity. It's a show about mediocrity in America. And it lives forever. Mediocrity don't die. Got the kid. One kid was going to be a lawyer doing justice. Now she's getting off the away from that. The other kid's going to be a club promoter. There's your legacy. Uh, An ambulance chaser and a club promoter. That's the legacy that they, 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 they left mediocrity but you know what who cares i don't care i enjoyed watching it these people what a ripoff the ending like they're still mad at it let it go you enjoyed it what do you want it's, i think tony soprano was murdered at the the uh, the greatest onion ring shop in new jersey what do you want to see the blood all over the onion rings that make you happy that would make you happy Huh? This is the greatest onion rings in New Jersey. Right? Who's this? Right? Who's this? Do you think anyone will use that as their ringer now? I'll do a nice clean one if you're going to use this as your ringer. There you go. Loop it. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> what, what is your, what, what, what were we talking about, Bunny? Can't remember. You uh, pie oh my, pie oh my makes a list. Oh. Where's pie oh my go, Mike? <laughs> I forgot about, uh, oh, now I'm looking on Twitter and the dog from the jerk. I forgot him. <laughs> and somebody put a picture of he's wearing a visor. He's wearing a baseball cap with a sunglasses on and a pipe in his mouth. I forgot about that. Good one, Todd Dracula. So where does Piamai go? Twenty-two. Now Piamai forty-eight. Piamai is a minor, right? The major plot point. Major, like, yeah, major plot point, but not really. Well, <laughs> drives the story forward. There's 8,000 plot points on the Sopranos. <laughs> and the other, what happened to the guy in the woods? Were they ever going to get back to him? No, they're never going to get back to him. He's no different than that dude I ran into at Ikea today. That's it. <laughs> That's how life works, you dunces. It comes and goes, and people leave, and they sometimes never come back. And then sometimes they come all the way back. But it... Right? Am I wrong? No, you are correct, sir. Thanks, buddy. Best show, you're on the air. 
Hey, uh, this is RJ from Philadelphia. RJ from Philadelphia. Were you named after the show The Hard Times of RJ Berger? Is that where were you named? Did your parents <laughs> name you after that? Sadly, no. God, I wish. And let's call um, the name of the dog on, on the jerk Stupid, which was his name. I'm being reminded here uh, on TV they call it Stupid was really? the name really? they used. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, 39. I got, I, got, I got, sorry. Go ahead. It's all yours. Um, I, got, I got two, two ideas for this one. For the 50 um, greatest animals of all time. What do you, for, and secondly, yeah. people stop saying the Philly fanatic. That's not an animal. That's a monster. No. He can that's make, an aberration. he could make, if we're doing a list of genetic mutations or, or <laughs> experiments run amok, yes. he could make that. Stefan exactly. from Clifford, the toy dinosaur? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, technically it's an animal. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. What do you got, buddy? Uh, my first one, a uh, dog from Colombo. You mean the dog he got later in the thing? Oh, no, he got it like, uh, I think, a uh, second season or whatever. He had that dog the entire time through. I love that thing. Yeah, but His that name thing... was just dog. He didn't even leave nice. the car, right? Yeah, he'd leave in the car sometimes or you'd... You'd have a scene where he'd have to go pick it up at a vet or a trainer or some uh, grooming place, mm-hmm. and then you get a clue from going to those places somehow. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that one's not so good. I'm not feeling it, man. Sorry. Okay. Uh, my second one, um, the uh, the dog uh, from One Crazy Summer with the uh, cone around its neck. No, that's not happening. One Crazy oh, Summer. But it was called... It was called uh, Dog from Mars, and the thing had a uh, but, wonderful but, triumphant. But, but, oh, but, right. if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, we'd all have a hell of a Christmas. What else you got? I'm, uh, that was my only. Goodbye. Best show, you're on the air. Welcome. Yes, hi. Who is this? Am I speaking to someone from the space shuttle? Is this the Martian? Am I talking to Matt Damon from The Martian? And by the way, this this Project Hollywood, was that what it's called? Project Greenlight. Project Greenlight, man, I'm telling you. This is going to be the best thing I ever saw in my life. That first episode. Oh, boy. They're trying to make a movie. Uh, this, this show, Project Greenlight, they get a, they get a what you call it there, uh, Matt Damon and Ben Gifford. Um, Ben, Ge- no, Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, and they're teaming up to do a thing where they, they shepherd along a movie and they're going to get this, like, who's going to direct it? And this time they're doing a comedy and they get the, uh, the Farrelly brothers to help out who are, you know, on such an incredible hot streak, one funny movie after the next. So of course they go get them. They're just on fire. Um. So, I don't know why you guys are laughing at it. They're laughing probably because they thought of something for one of their recent funny movies. I'm sure that's why those guys started laughing out there. They probably thought about something from Stuck on You or Dumb and Dumber 2. Um, <clears throat> or the, 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 uh, Three Stooges. So, or Fever Pitch. Or, um, a bunch of other fun ones. Um, so, 
they're doing this thing where they get this, uh, they get these, uh, they, they, they film this comedy this time. So then they go get this guy to, to, to be in this thing, to direct this thing. And they get this guy who seems like he's so mad at comedy. Seems like a guy who like David Fincher would be like, whoa, that guy bums me out. That guy's a little too heavy for me. David Fincher would be like, you know that you know, kills a party? Jason Mann. The, and then they naturally they give him the job for this thing. So this season is going to be something else, man. This guy is supposed to direct a comedy called Not Another Pretty Woman. Get ready for some high quality laughs. Cuddles from Staten Island Garbage Rats number 50. Mike's pet monkey. What is it, a chimp? Mike's pet chimp from Staten Island Garbage Rats comes in at 50. Is that a good place? Yeah. No, it's right at the end. Right in the middle. My, it's the top, top 50, Mike. Oh boy. Cut him off, Dudio. Cut him off. Puchinski. What's Puchinski? I don't like that dog. That's a creepy looking dog, man. Puchinski ain't making this list. The cat from inside, uh, uh, Lou and Davis. Is that what it was called? Is that the movie it was called? The Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. I'll bounce you out of here, dude. Your birthday or no birthday. Put that cat at 46, please. The cat. Pizza dog from uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye, 23. Had him written down here. Greg Needham checked in with that one too. Somebody suggesting the bear from the edge. Remember the movie, the edge when it was, uh, it was, uh, Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin lost in the woods. If I was to now tell you that there was a movie, like if I put out, like there was a movie that came out where it was Alec Baldwin being chased by a bear in the woods, you'd be like, oh, okay. And, and not a lot of people cared when that came out. Now you, if I was to tell you a new movie was coming out where it's Alec Baldwin being chased by a bear in the woods, there'd be like lines around the block of people wanting to see that. So the bear's chasing him. Yeah. And we'll throw in Anthony Hopkins also. What one man can do, another can do. What one man can do, another can do. What one man can do, another can do. Now let's go kill that bleeping bear. Got a call coming in on the hotline. What's up, Mike? Okay. Got a hotline call. I'm being told to go to the hotline. We have a superstar on the hotline. <laughs> To who, yeah. who 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 is on the hotline? Oh, this is DJ Terry T. DJ Terry T. Me? I do. do. I do know oh, okay. you. <laughs> How are you tonight? Uh, I am doing fantastic now that I'm talking. To oh, you. that's so nice of you to say. Let me ask quick uh, the dudes out there is is the topic trending anywhere? 50 greatest animals. Yeah, it's trending. I just saw it pop up on my Twitter thing. It's trending. Good. They should uh screen 
shot of them. The cow from Adam Hart Mother? What do you think, Terry T? Well, um, actually, um, Twitter person at Neil and I say the Pink Floyd pig. Hmm. That floating pig. Interesting. So you're saying the pig over the cow. Yeah, because the pig flies around at the show. Pig does fly around. Let's put the Pink Floyd pig at 44, please, studio. Okay, we got that on the I, list. Anything else? I have a bunch, so, um, Bugs Bunny? Well, Bugs Bunny's going to be very high on this list. Bugs Bunny, really don't high. worry, Bugs Bunny is... Don't worry. We're, we're, when it comes to Bugs Bunny, we're looking at, uh... It comes down to this point, how high does Bugs Bunny rank on this list? <laughs> yeah, but what about Miss Bugs Bunny? Okay, well, that's, Sorry. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what about... Um, Somebody's saying the rat from, the window rat from The Departed. <laughs> that actually, because at the end of the movie, The Departed, in case anybody missed that there, that there were like there were a bunch of rats in politics... He uh, drops a rat on the windowsill, and you see, like, the uh, capital in the back. Is that what it is? <laughs> like, the rat from, the window rat from The Departed, 48. Um, Pyomize at 48. 49, yeah. please. Okay. I didn't come up with this, but I thought it was genius. Um, at Puzzle Cats came up with Johnny Drama's Gorilla and Johnny's Bananas. Johnny's Bananas is a good one. That is a very good one. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny's Bananas. Or Johnny's. I, I guess. In entertainment. Let's put Johnny's <laughs> Bananas at number uh, 40, please. Thank you. Now, um, would Otto count? Hmm. Otto is a civilian. I him out. I mean, he's, he's a friend of mine. Yeah. He's a friend of mine. Greatest dog. He's a great. He's a great dog. He's a friend of mine. I think he's a civilian, though. Okay, so it's um, got to be in entertainment. In I mean, entertainment. There are videos of him. I uh, I know. Eating corn. I've seen it. Uh, drinking juice, like. I know. He's. A, I think he's a civilian. I think he's a civilian. I've seen. Um, okay. You don't have to tell me. I've seen all the videos, Terry T, of Otto. Yeah. Here, here's number one. What do we got? Got to put Gary the Squirrel. Gary the, the number Squirrel. Number one. Gary the Squirrel. It's it's kind of between Gary the Squirrel and Bugs Bunny for number one on this. Oh, okay. What do you think, Mike? Mike doesn't like that. Mike thinks that's too well. How high? Well, how high would you rank Gary? Yeah. What? Forty-seven. Wow. Harsh words. It's a good thing he's not here tonight. Forty-seven. That ain't right. Yeah. Well, that's okay. Well, look, Gary the Squirrel's going to make the list. Johnny's Bananas will make the list. Bugs Bunny will make the list. I think. I think you've you've got the highest batting percentage here of anybody who's called. <laughs> Okay. All right. Thank you. Great. All right, Terry. Thank you. I appreciate it. Bye. It's nice when the friends of the show call in. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. This is Jefferson from Texas. Jefferson from Texas. Uh, What's up, Jefferson? I have a couple for the topic. What do you got? 
uh, Lockjaw from Marvel Comics. Hmm. Just put Pizza Dog on the list. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna say Pizza Dog, but I was I was on hold too long. Lockjaw's so weird say- looking. I never I never uh, Lockjaw for people who don't know. It's this fantastic. He's like the he's in the Fantastic Four. He's like the pet of the Inhumans, right? Is that what he is? Yeah, he's he's Black Bolt's pet, and he can teleport. He's got like a got Black Bolt's little like tongue thing on yeah. the, the front of him. He's like a big bulldog. Never been nuts about him. Where did Mutley come in on the list? Did we put him on? <laughs> he's what? Fourteen. I couldn't tell because Jeffrey then made him. Jefferton giggle in my sorry, headphones. Sorry, that's, no, that's all right. I'm glad you're having fun. It's the point of the show. You're having fun. So what else you got, buddy? Uh, Lion Cat from Saga, from Brian K. Von Saga. Yeah, I didn't read that. Uh, Avenger, uh, Birdman's uh, sidekick. What? What is he, a bird? Yeah, he's, a, he's like an eagle. We got to get some kind of like a purple eagle. We got to get some kind of bird on this thing. I don't know about that though. Who's that? Condor man. Condor man. Hey, you're just making stuff up out there. <laughs> what about the falconer? What about the falconer's falcon? Remember the falconer? Yeah. Let's put the falconer. Uh, Thirty-eight. The falconer's falcon. Anything else, buddy? A secret squirrel. I think we only have one squirrel on this thing. Oh, and, uh, yeah. And according to Mike, Mike is so down on Gary the squirrel. It's it's that's upsetting, isn't it? Forty-seven. That's a bum rap. Yeah, forty-seven. This is Gary the uh, squirrel. Unbelievable. I don't know what Mike Mike thinks he's doing here. He's bringing his personal politics into it. This is exactly what the president was talking about today. What's the president's name again? What is it? Obama. Okay. President Obama said that Donald is the name of the Falconer's Falcon, by the way. Um, <clears throat> he said that people got to hear different opinions. And I think Mike's got to, Mike can't, has got to hear that other people like Gary the Squirrel. He, he's not hearing it. He's just not hearing it. Thanks, Jefferson. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, I'm Tom. This is Emily. Emily? Where are you calling from, Hi. Emily? From Austin, Texas. From Austin, Texas. What's going on? Uh, well, not much. I'm just thinking about animals for the topic. Who do you think should be on the list? Any animals you think should be on? Um, maybe three. So, did you have Terry, the pterodactyl from Kiwi? Never, never warmed up to him. I don't know. Really, I liked him because he was sensitive. All right, let okay. me let me put that down on my on my sub list here that we okay. might add. Are there any Are there any other peewee animals I'm missing? Who else from Peewee's Big Adventure was? Or not Peewee's Big Adventure. Who else from? What about the snakes um, from the pet store? I might go with them over Terry the pterodactyl. Okay. Hey, uh, Dudio? Yeah. Snakes from, from the pet store in Pee Wee's Big Adventure? What do you think? Where should they go? 42. 42. Good. 
pretty good. Makes okay. Me, makes me cry when I see that scene. Yeah. Makes me cry. Because he doesn't want to save him. He hates snakes so much. I know, he's really scared. But he runs out with the snakes in his hand. Well, because he has a really big heart. He does. Yeah. Anything else? Um. So, when I, this is a weird one. I don't know if you will like it, but when I was little, I really, really liked uh, the Clint Eastwood movie, Every Which Way But Loose. You're talking about Clyde. Yes, I'm talking about Clyde. The orangutan. He was a really good orangutan, and remember when they would drink beer at the same time? And they would say, turn left, Clyde, and he would punch people out the window. Yeah. Remember he punched out that motorcycle gang, knocked all their motorcycles over. <laughs> yep. Right? Yes. Yeah. Let's put Clyde at number 31, please. Influential orangutan. Very influential. Mr. Ed is not making this list. Well, I have a thing about Mr. Ed. I wasn't going to say it, but there's this one episode where he plays baseball. I think maybe he could just be on a list from that episode. Because he has a home run. Where Mr. Ed plays baseball? Yeah. Yeah, All that makes me think is what did they do to this poor horse to make him play baseball? I oh, see well, that. Oh, we're going to start. Yeah, it's like cruelty. What were they probably, what yeah. were they shooting with rubber bullets? I don't know. I mean, what, do you think that he got to go to a horse sanctuary when he retired? No. Not those monsters. Me neither. Showbiz monsters. Yeah. Well, thank you for the call. Thank you. I'm being told to go to the hotline. I'm being told on the hotline is a, a, a celebrity guest. Hello? <gasps> Hello? Hey, can you hear my cat? I can. That's Bob. She's here. That is Bob? Yeah. Did you, did you hear her? I did. Actually, those were... Those were... Hello? Can you hear? I can, I heard. Mike? Yeah. Is this Mike? Yeah. yeah, Mike. How are you, Mike? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. Now, Mike, you are the... You are the, uh... The, the... I don't want, are you, what are you, the owner of Lil Bub? The attendant? Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah, I'm kind of a pal. I take care of her. And for people who don't know Lil Bub, how would you explain the phenomenon that is Lil Bub? Can you hear her snorting? She's actually sleeping right now. She's snoring into the phone. Um, here, I'll move the phone. Can you hear me? Okay, I'm on speaker. Mm-hmm. Phone. We're good. Hello. Hi. Hey. Amen. So, um, yeah, how do I explain the phenomenon of Bub? Well, um, before she became famous, I still claimed that she was the most amazing creature on the planet. And I truly believe that this is true. Um, but she's a, she's a one-of-a-kind cat. Um, I adopted her. She's a rescue cat. I adopted her. She was about eight weeks old. Um, she was an instant celebrity with all my friends. So 
someone suggested that I post pictures of her on the internet, so I started my first blog, the Bub Blog. Um, and then um, before I, before I knew it, you know, like about four or five months after that, one of one of the photos went viral. Mm-hmm. And so since then, um, things have been bananas. That was about three years ago. And everything's really taken off with Lil Bub getting her picture out there and then getting all over the place. Yeah, yeah, we've done some cool stuff. Yeah, like what kind of stuff? Oh, man. Um, uh, we've been on The View, so we sat between Barbara Walters and Whoopi Goldberg. That was pretty cool. Um, Bub's been held by Robert De Niro. That was pretty cool. Um, we've um, She's written a book. She's had her own talk show, so she interviews people, too. She's sleeping now, or otherwise she'd try and interview you right now. Okay. Um, yeah, but... Um, you know, it's uh, it just keeps going, and it's sort of this weird weird thing where I don't really try. I mean, I never really tried. It was never like my mission for my cat to get famous. Um, mm. But you know, once I saw this was happening, I was like, oh, you know, this could be fun. We can involve and involve my friends and and do cool stuff. And uh, opportunities just keep coming up. Um, just weird, you know, doing weird stuff. She might be in a big film soon. Um, you know, I just get weird emails like, hey. Did, um, does Bub want to star in a film with Kevin Spacey? And I go, hey, yeah, of course, of course she does. So um, yeah, stuff like that happens all the time. It's weird. And where, where, why do you think all this stuff happens for Lil Bub? Where can somebody see a picture of Lil Bub? I know it's pretty easy at this point, but like, where's yeah, the, where's a, the home base? For well, everybody? yeah, there's LilBub.com. You know, you can use this. There's a site called Google, and you just type in Lil Bub and. Um, like the images link, and then you'll be flooded with with little bub ten, tens of thousands of photos. Yeah, yeah, and and she's uh, a cool looking cat, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Because because uh, now she was born uh, without teeth. Yeah, so she was born. Her teeth never grew, and, and mind you, when I got when I you know when I first adopted her, none of this stuff was really known. So this is all stuff like started happening. So um, she was born toothless. And then they never, I mean, I guess all animals are born toothless, but they never grew in is the important fact mm-hmm, here. Mm-hmm. Um, she has extra toes on all her paws. She has dwarfism. Um, and then, you know, around a year old, her tongue started sticking out. Okay. And that's like her most no- noticeable trait now. But that didn't happen until like she was about 10 months old. Um, and then she has a, this exceptionally rare bone condition called osteopetrosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the only cat in recorded history to have been born with it, and so um, that's also this unusual thing. She she basically has like um, so many rare genetic deformities uh, that it's sort of like a, an anomaly, all in one healthy living creature. Mm-hmm. It's kind of wild, yeah. And I guess that's what that all adds up to the to the little bub being kind of. Like a, a kind of unique cat, very unique. Yeah, I, like my theory is that um, that she's from space, and it was sort of like a joke. But also, I, I think it might be true. I think that um, you know, there's like these aliens that have been or extraterrestrials have been spying on our planet for a long time, and over time they realized that as humans we had these creatures, these pets that were cats, but they're so far away, these aliens, that they couldn't get the exact like details of the cat right. 
so, but they created Bub and sent her here. Mm-hmm. And she's just like a little off. She's almost there, but not quite right, you know. So that's kind of my my theory. And it's also something you know what I think is nice about is is that with 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 a cat like a little Bub, it just it. You're saying that it's nice to to just be appreciative of the of the uh, animals that are uh, uh, maybe not the most. Uh, you know, not the ones that that j- jump right out at you if you're going to adopt a pet, or, or so if you're at the shelter, oh. if there's a, an animal that has like a something something different about them, you don't just go look away. You figure there could be a pretty awesome pet right there waiting for you who would love it if you got adopted. If they got adopted, absolutely. I mean, that's a big part of you know you know we do all the the cool stuff, the um, being held by Robert De Niro and sitting on Whoopi Goldberg's lap. Like, that's all fun stuff that comes with this crazy thing. But there have to be having... good things that happened also to Lil Bub, not just yeah. being held by Robert De Niro. Oh, right, right. That's all, like this, that's all stuff that, you know, I'm going to tell my kid when he's older. It's like, yeah, you know. But um, but really, like, the, it, the people don't realize is this. What I do with Lil Bub is actually a, a crazy amount of work. And, like, the... The biggest focus of our work is, like you said, you know, sort of spreading awareness about adopting pets. Um, Bub's actually my fifth rescue pet. Uh, yeah, fifth rescue cat. Um, so I already had four before that. And they're all a little different, you know, one of them doesn't have a tail. But that's just, you know, I, I realized that once Bub got famous, it was a perfect um, sort of avenue for inspiring people to not just adopt pets, but also adopt the ones that have the hardest time getting adopted, the ones that require a little extra work. And Bub does require a lot, a lot of extra work just as, as a pet. Mm-hmm. But the, um, you know, the you, you get rewarded like tenfold. Um, Bub's like one of my closest friends, even though she's my cat. Um, she knows that I'm the one that takes care of her. She knows that she wouldn't be here if it weren't for me. And um, and I think you know when I you know and I openly post about that kind of stuff, and it inspires people to get their own sort of special needs pet. And we even started uh, Little Bub's Big Fund for special needs pets. So mm-hmm. um, and that's a big part of our work. I think it's awesome. Um, let me ask a couple things. Has uh, like uh, Little Bub ever? Uh, has Little Bub ever hung out with uh, Billy Corgan? <laughs> no, it's funny, but I, I hung out with Billy Corgan. Well, not hung out, but I interned. At Electrical Audio, when Zwan was recording, and I saw Billy Corgan every day during my internship for like a month straight. Wait, so little Bub didn't meet Stephen Sowley? Oh yeah, Bub knows Stephen Sowley, of course. I thought, well, there's your I think that yeah, kind of isn't it a small world. It is a small world. Now I'm a little bummed out. I thought this little <laughs> Bub, I thought little Bub was only hanging out with the fanciest of people. No, she she hangs out with like a crazy dudes like Steven. How about Steve Albini? Has Lil Bub met Steve Albini? Oh man, they're old pals. Yeah, there's a she interviewed him for for an episode of her show. He like uh, he held her and everything, and he even read her own book to her. Do you know who AP Mike is? You know, I'm not sure if I know who he is, but I, knew he has, I know he has a new song out today. He does have a new Bubba's song out, really, yes. He's, he's really excited to hear it. It's exciting that someone knows AP Mike 
that he is from his from the side of him being a performer. He's the he he screens calls for this show. He he uh, I would like to see him with uh, little bub at some point. He would he's a real big animal lover and I think he'd get along pretty well. Well, where's AP Mike from? Bayonne. From where? Bayonne, New Jersey. Oh, Bayonne, New Jersey. Yeah. How far is that from um, New York City? Far? Close? Uh, yeah, about uh, 25 minutes, right? Oh, that's like, that's super close. Yeah, my next time little Bub is in New York, uh, uh, Mike should swing by. He should, yeah. We're going to be in New York in like late January. Tell AP, what does AAP stand for? Associate producer. Ah, AP Mike should send little Bub an email or a tweet. She loves tweeting. So. Okay. Will you do that, Mike? And uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention, uh, I know one of my best friends is a huge Lil Bub fan, is uh, my friend Marsha out in Los Angeles, loves Lil Bub so much. Well, we've met Marsha. She's like, uh, she's come to, to some meet and greet. She's awesome. Yeah. She's hi, hi, Marsha. Hello. And, uh, yeah, so... Look, is there a group to help with any of this animal adoption stuff? Because I, does, I know some of the proceeds from all these things go to, go to what? To uh, there's, there's yeah. A- so Little Bub's big fund for the ASPCA. It's um, the money doesn't go to the ASPCA. It um, they basically facilitate our our fund, and they d- administer grants to shelters all over the country with you know special needs pets. So you can, um, if you want to help out, you can go to littlebub.com slash bigfund and read about the fund. Um, it's it's pretty cool. We've I think we've raised almost $200,000 in the past year and a half wow. and saved a bunch of cats. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Pretty, pretty cool cat, yeah. Yeah. And look, I've met Marnie the dog. Oh, yeah. I've, I've been meeting Marnie. How was Marnie in person? Very sweet dog. Very sweet dog. Maybe someday I'll meet Lil Bub. Maybe this January oh, event, I can come by. And, yeah, just, uh, yeah. Well, we can all party together. Bub loves to party. Well, that scares me a little bit. I don't know if I could party as hard as Lil Bub. I don't want to see AP Mike. Lil Bub doesn't like Coors Light, does she? No, Cause, cause no she Mike, likes regular Coors. Good. Oh, regular Coors. Oh, that cat. That cat's running, uh, that cat might even out party Mike at this point, Lil Bub. Mike can't hang with Lil Bub. He's on, he's a, on a Coors Light, uh, he, he has Coors Light, he's one of those Coors Light helmets with the, you know, you put the beer cans in the top. With the tubes. With the tubes down, yeah. Does Lil Bub have one, like a miniature one of those? No, she just hangs her tongue into the can and sort of capillary action. It <laughs> just. Know. <laughs> hey, does Bub get to contribute to your list? Let's put little Bub on the list. Well, let's put little Bub at uh... number one, of course. One. Well, I mean, she's right here. These guys. Can, we, can you just say one, and then oh, she's All right. leaving. Yeah, it. little Bub is number one. What do we got in the low twenties for little Bub? Let's see, uh, 29, 20, what, what's that? 
Put little bub at 22. Wow. So you went in number one, little bub. Little bub's at 22. She wants to contribute, too. She's got some ideas. I did a record with little bub, like a charity record. Wait, yeah, you are, are we on the Super Bowl shuffle? Yeah, we both did the Super Bowl That's shuffle huge. together. You and Bob are like old collaborators. Yeah. Boy, that was, uh, yeah, me and Lil Bub. Boy, that was a real who's, a real who's that. I mean, who's who a, on that celebrity. There's a who's who in comedy rapping on yeah. music albums. Yes. Well... I, I had a great time on it, and I had a great time talking to Lil Bub. Can we? Is there anything else Lil Bub has to say on the way out here? Yeah, she she really wants to contribute at least three animals to your list. You don't you don't have to take them, but she's got okay, three. Okay, what else have we got? She's got Eeyore. Eeyore. Yeah, let's she's we'll got, see. She's got Waldo the bird from Twin Peaks. Okay. Mark that and down. Mad Cat from Inspector Gadget. All right. Mark that down, Mike. All three of those. Yes. All right. Well, Mike, look, this was great. I'm so glad I got to learn more about this. And the important thing is that people are adapting animals that, that, uh, from the, from the, their shelters that might not look like the, like, like the, the most like conventionally, uh, perfect animal you see. And then you get a great pet that loves you forever. That, that's, that's the important message here. Exactly. And, you know, I have to say this, too. You know, go, when you go, adopt a, go to adopt a pet, make sure you can take care of it. Yes, of course. That's, I, that's the big thing, you know. Yeah. Some people get pets and they think, oh, I'm going to make my cat famous because it looks funny. That's not how it works. Get a pet because you want a pet to take care of and then, and then do a good job of taking care of it. Exactly. We couldn't agree more on that. Look, maybe right, we didn't agree on Eeyore being on the list. Mike has just vetoed Eeyore being on the list. I'm so sorry. And with that, he also lost his, he lost his invite to the, uh, to the big event in January. Sorry, Mike. That's, you want, that's the price of business, as they say. But, uh, but he, uh, I don't know what point I was making here. I was just making fun of Mike. But we all agree that you adopt an animal only if you can take care of the animal. Agreed. Well, Mike, this was awesome. Please, thank you, Mike. Thank you, Lil Bub. I appreciate you guys checking in. And, uh. Thanks for having us, Tom. Of course. We will talk soon. Talk soon. All right. Take care. Right, bye-bye. Bye. Bub bye. Get it? <laughs> Get at this list. Mr. Met's not an animal. Who would put Mr. Met on this thing? Yeah, Mets feed. These men, I tell you, men, I never saw a bigger group of bandwagon junk. You, you'd think the Mets, they should show a picture of what, uh, they should do corresponding pictures of what the stands at Shea Stadium, or not Shea Stadium, what is it, Citibank? City Field. They should show corresponding stadium photos of attendance one year ago at Shea. Now you, you can't, I'm telling you, man, you can't even turn around here without bumping into a Mets fan. Oh, I love the Mets. You kidding? I always love the Mets. Oh, everybody, Mets fever. Everybody's got it. You know, the great thing with Mets fever, though, is that it gets cured very fast around here, around uh, these parts. 
Yeah, you cure Mets fever. They lose three games in a row, and then suddenly you look in garbage cans. You see Mets hats all over New York. You just see Mets hats laying in garbage cans. They lose three in a row. Everyone's all out. They're done with the Mets. Let's see who else should be on this list. Let's let's start filling this list up. Oh no, here comes Dudio. <laughs> Where he's what's he gonna make it? He's gonna double down on Dreyfus from Empty Nest. I know it's coming. Best show, you're on the air. Hey Tom, I got a couple for the topic. Okay, and uh, you're calling from uh, CB Radio. What are you calling oh, from? Sorry, is that better? Eh, what do you got? Let's let's just. Uh, my name is Mickey. I'm from Duluth. I've got a and Mickey. Anthony from Ant Man. Anthony, from, interesting. An ant on the list. Put Anthony at. Uh, What's in the 40s? 40, 43. Anthony from Ant-Man. Because we got friends. we got Ant-Man friends on the show. Anthony earns uh, some position there. Who else you got? Uh, Toonsis, the driving cat. Toonsis is pretty good. Let's put Toonsis, uh What's in the teens, studio? Studio 18 for Toonsis. Awesome. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Where should we put Triumph, the insult comic dog? What do we got in the top? What do we got in the top 20? What's good in the top? Let's do, let's do 13 for Triumph. K9 from, from, no, that's a robot. It's a dog-shaped robot. If we're doing lists of robots, then K9 will clean up. Look, when we do 50 Grays robots, which is, we will do, by the way. I also want to say, everybody, please know, this topic wouldn't, this is Anthony Bedard's idea for this topic. So he, all, all respect paid to Anthony Bedard, the, one of the great members of the theme weavers who were awesome enough to play on the entire West Coast Sharpling and Worcester swing. Anthony Bedard, thank you for coming up with the, uh, for this topic. Okay. Harry from Harry and the Hendersons. No, that's a monster. That's for the monster list. That's not an animal. The Bear John Candy shoots in the great outdoors. No. I don't know, man. All right, fine. Let's put MC Scat Cat. Do we really want MC Scat? No, you don't. You, do, do you really want MC Scat Cat on the list, studio? No, you, you don't. Best show, you're on the air. Uh, hi, Tom. This is uh, David from Vancouver, BC, Canada. David from Vancouver. What's up in Vancouver tonight, David? Um, not a lot. Just got a few for the topic, if that's all right. What do you got? Um, well, on the subject of the Mets, I wanted to nominate the uh, Mets Rally Parakeet. The Mets Rally Parakeet. Mm-hmm. 
what is that? What's that? A parakeet that flew in the dugout one day or something? Yeah, a little yellow guy. He um, flew onto the field one day, and um, I guess the Mets uh, basically picked up a bunch of runs and won the sure. game. Came out of nowhere. And he never lost again. Yes, exactly. How He's long sort of their oracle now? How how long ago does Rally Parakeet happen? I think he showed up at a couple of games. I and he lives on in spirit in uh, Ioannis Cespedes uh, armband. This rally parakeet ain't going nowhere near the Met, this list. The okay, Mets need more. <laughs> um, I've got a few more. If that's okay, yeah, let's hear what you got. Um, and look, I hope Phoenix the Mets. Sun. I hope the Mets. I hope the Mets clean up and keep winning. I, I like seeing the Mets win, but you know what? It's just these Met fans. They come out of nowhere. You know. So suddenly they're all, uh, you, you, they, you, they, I saw somebody wearing a Mets cap the other day. I was just like, no, not a Met fan. Like I saw some celebrity wearing a Met cap. Like, they, like, what do they think? They're all Billy Crystal and City Slickers walking around with that dirty Met cap. They're all dirty and Mets caps up right now. That's probably the number one activity going on in New York City right now. The, the filthifying of Mets caps. Brand new Mets caps, people walking right over to a dirt field. If you if if you want to make money, you know what you do? You 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 go stand outside a Dick Sporting Goods with a bucket full of dirt, right? A bucket full of dirt and some heavy work boots. You're like, I'll 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 dirtify that Met cap for you, make you look like an old fashioned Met fan. Go ahead. Um, okay, also the, uh, the gorilla from the Phoenix Sun, the mascot. The Phoenix Sun's gorilla, that's a really good one. 30? Phoenix Sun's gorilla comes in at 30. Maybe one of the only characters so far to make it from the top fictional list to the top greatest animals list. I believe. Oh, dang, I didn't realize he was in that. I think the Phoenix Sun's gorilla made it to, on that list as well. Well deserved. Yes, he really earned it with those <laughs> those high flying dunks. Um yeah. how about um Baxter from uh Anchorman? I was literally that was on my list. Baxter from Anchorman, uh what do we got in the mid twenties? Twenty four. Thank you. Um I had one more, if that's okay. Let's hear it. Um, so this one might be a bit controversial. He's kind of a figure of hate, but um, the dog from the Duck Hunt video game. No, we're not putting that ghoul on who laughs, who taunts you into shooting at more ducks. Yeah, I thought it, it was a borderline call. Did we put the bear? We didn't put Bart the bear from uh, The Edge on the list, did we? No, we didn't. We only talked about it. What's in the 30s, uh, Dudio? 36, please. Um, not putting Bubbles the Chimp on the list. No. That's not happening. Can you imagine Bubbles? Like, who, who like, God bless him. I mean, Bubbles, but poor monkey. He probably had a hot life. Is he gone? He'd have to be. Did, is Bubbles dead? Yeah. 
He's still alive. Still hanging in there. Out of here. How long does the chimp live for? I don't know. What do I look like, uh, Doctor Doolittle? Get off my phone. What is this? All creatures, great and small. Like I know what I'm talking about here with this stuff. Who's on five, Mike? Best show. You're on the. Hi. Hi, it's DJ Terry T. Yes, again, I'm sorry to call that. That's all right. That's all right. What do you got? But um, couple few more. Um, Let's hear it. What about Doge? D-O-G-E. Oh. Oh. The Doge. The Doge. How do you say that? I don't know. Doge? I got to put that little guy on the list. Yeah. And I didn't come up with this. Put him Um, in the third. Hold on one second. Dudio. 35. Doge. What do we got? What do you, what else you got? And I didn't come up with this, but, um, Rich in Brooklyn at Stubitz came up with this, but I thought it was genius. Stefan, Clifford's pet dinosaur. We, do we mention that? Oh, you did? Oh, we I mentioned Stefan. Oh, I missed that. I'm did thinking about it. He's being contemplated right now. Oh, he is. Oh, I'm sorry. Contemplate. He's being reviewed. He's under, He's review. under review. What do okay. you think about, yeah. Spuds McKenzie, no. Not putting, I'm looking at this list here. People suggesting things. Dracula's dog. I didn't know Dracula had a dog. Well, he ain't making what about this the list. groundhog from Caddyshack? The ground, I don't like the ground, I don't like the Caddyshack oh, yeah. groundhog. He's, 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 uh, he's, uh, obnoxious. Um, he drove a man to the brink of insanity. Although he just wanted to be left alone. True, he didn't do anything to bother anyone. I still, there's, there's a better version of that out there. There's a better, okay. There's a better somewhere out there. What, what do we got here? Rocky and Bullwinkle? Bullwinkle? Should Bullwinkle be on the list, Mike? Yeah, let's put Bullwinkle on the list. Where should he go, Mike? You work it out with Dudio. You and Dudio team up for once in your lives. I'm telling you, these two guys. Yeah. 37. I go away for a couple weeks. All I hear, Mike saying, Mike ratting out Dudio. Dudio ratting out Mike. You think I should put two rats in the thing? Forget about the, forget about the, the window rat from the departed. She put these two rats. Mike, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to be that guy, but do, you know, Dudio. Ba, ba, ba. And Dudio. Well, you know, I'm just trying to run a tight ship up there, and Mike just, da, 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 da. It's like. Really? Yeah. A couple back Wow. They realize, you know, they're going to be chained together for a long time. They better sort it out. Better sort it out. All right. Thank you. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye. Who else we got here on the list? Who else we got here? Was there any other pets on uh, on uh, on Doctor Who? Dudio. Now let me ask you this, Dudio. The new season of Doctor Who's starting. I saw a trailer for it. 
Did you find it troubling that they showed him playing an electric guitar? You're excited that he's going to, like, rock out. You can't be excited about that. Peter Capaldi was in a punk band. That was, first of all, it didn't look very punk what he was doing. It looked like he was auditioning for, uh, the, the guitar hero for seniors. Poochie? Should Poochie make the list? From the Simpsons? Yeah, I think Poochie should make the list. Poochie's one of the all-time greatest characters. Poochie goes, uh, top ten. What's open in the top ten? Poochie goes eight. Poochie goes eight. <laughs> um, I just saw some, uh, that Taylor Gonda is suggesting that dog from the, from that SNL sketch where, where, uh, <laughs> head wound Harry, when, uh, massive head wound Harry, when, when Dana Carvey had the head wound and then the dog just started eating or like licking what's on the, on his head it was clearly meat. Chester the cheated going nowhere near the list. Stop suggesting it, please. Uh, the chestnut mare though from the bird song is making the list. What do we got in the teens? 17 chestnut mare. From the song, I'm gonna catch that horse if I can. I was walking down the stairs and saw a chestnut man going, I nearly jumped over. What was he thinking when he wrote that song? He's like he was trying to show up Bob Dylan once and for all. Roger McGuinn, I could do what he does. Yeah, we've covered his song so many times. Watch me write one that he can cover. Cuckoo. Bing, bing, bing. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Who's this? Z-Man. Z-Man. I know this guy is. Z-Man. You know him, uh... He's a puppeteer extraordinaire. Well, he is the owner, the the owner of Wally Wackyman, who is under his uh his subs- subservient, right? <laughs> a subservient creature. Sure. That you control. Mhm. Powerless. <laughs> That's how it tends to work. Uh, locked in some sort of, locked in some sort of, uh, cage when he's not, when he's not being operated? In a bag. In a bag. You keep him in a bag. They call Dyfus on you. Come over. Do a routine inspection. So you are a friend of the show also. Sure. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, thanks. 
I'm glad to hear that. How is your uh, uh, How is your uh, your uh, family doing? Good. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you know, everything's everything's going well. The uh, you know having having the baby actually has its perks. She uh, she happened to get us to the front of the line at this thing we went to over the weekend for the movie The Warriors. Wait, on Coney Island. They wait, had hold, hold on a second. <laughs> okay. How old is this baby? Six months. Six months. So you brought, naturally, the baby, helped you get all the way to the front for what? There's this, um, they have this reunion with, like, cast from the movie The Warriors. Oh, yeah. Reunion of The Warriors, one of the most violent movies ever made. (laughs) About gangs, gangs murdering each other all through New York City. (laughs) Six months, you say? Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay. And was your baby painted as a baseball fury? What did you do? No? No, no. No, we we skipped on that. Yeah, you did. Wouldn't have taken a whole lot of paint, actually. So (laughs) you you probably should have gone for it. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't decide to paint your your newborn like a baseball hooligan? (laughs) (laughs) No, we, we, we opted not to. So... You got all the way to the front, so there's just memories for a lifetime there now, right? <laughs> it was just, you know, because uh, it was kind of a, a neat park, you know. Uh, there was some question because when we were ordering tickets, they had different options. I'm like, does she need a ticket at that age? And so mm-hmm. I, I sent an email, and I said, you know, I've got this six-month-old. Is she going to need a ticket? And the response was like, uh, I don't think you should bring a new board to this event. <laughs> and... Um, I was like, oh, that's kind of a downer. But I'm like, what is it really going to be? It's not like there's going to be actual gangs, you know, violence. I'm really going to say we should it. move on topic-wise oh, here. Okay. Let's talk okay. about something else. Okay, that's fine. I was just going with the flow. <laughs> what What else is going on, Z-Man? Well, I was wondering. I, I hope it wouldn't be too tacky. It's tied to the topic. If I could possibly plug something. You could plug something. Yeah. What What would you like to plug? Well, I made I made this video recently. I worked on for a while, mm-hmm. and you know I noticed with when you put this topic out there, a lot of people have been suggesting dogs. Uh, people you know, like dogs. People yeah, like them. Dogs are great, and you just uh, when you you put it out there to them, the uh, the listeners just let them all out. <laughs> all these dogs, and I made a video. Uh, where it looks like the Muppets are singing a song all about that from uh, from 2000 by a Bahamian uh, vocal group. The Baja Men. <laughs> yes. So, uh, you know, I don't know. Let me guess what song the Baja Men were doing. Let me think. Is it the theme to the movie Rat Race? No, I don't. I don't think so. Pyomai made the list. Stop suggesting them, please. I'm not putting also one of the not putting an animatronic bear from uh, uh, the those hillbilly bears from Showbiz Pizza. Not making the list. Not putting them. Not putting any iguanas on the list. <laughs> not putting this weird Easter bunny from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journeys. Not making the list. Oh, that was creepy. That thing. Yeah, not putting that on there. So, um, so you made a video to the song "Who Let the Dogs Out." I'm going to guess. Yeah, that's the one. And what are the? So you made it with the Muppets. 
Yeah, you know, I think, you know, some people, at least one guy, uh, has previously done that with other songs. Like, there was one with the Beastie Boys, and uh, someone did one with Rihanna, I think. And, you know, they'd take old Muppet clips and make it look like they're singing these songs. And uh, I, I, something inspired me to do that song, something, some comment some uh, friend of mine made on Facebook, so I, I gave it a shot. You've done some really good edited videos, too. You've done things in the past that I've been very impressed by, Z-Man. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, I did, a, I guess, the Fraggle Rock thing I did was uh, kind of big for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're what, all what, talking what, about you, big forever? What do you want to do? What you say it's big for a little bit, like it, like it's a, like it came up short. No, well, I mean, just you, like in the you, grand scheme of things, in the know. internet, if you put it out there, it runs hot, everybody watches it, then they go watch the next thing. No, yeah, sure. You had sure, your no, moment. Yeah. We oh, all no, had our great. moment. On I thought the it internet. was, yeah, it was amazing how much uh, coverage it got. But it's great. It really is great, though. I will say that. So, oh, was, thank you. I really appreciate that. So, where can people see this new video? It's on YouTube. It's on my. My YouTube page. What, what and, you do know, they? What do they search if they want to find it? I mean, you put in Muppets who let the dogs out. Right now, I think it's the third thing on the search. Muppet, Muppets, who let the dogs out? Yeah. Now, and, and how do you feel about this new Muppet show that's starting called The Muppets? You, well, you're a little suspect. You see, quite, you see something wrong with it. You see something's off on this, and you're worried. <laughs> All honesty. Just now, I'm no. not going to tease you because you're a Muppet fan. I know I tease sure. Muppet fans. Sure, sure. I'm not going to tease well, you, but you can feel something's not right here. Something's well, not adding know. up. It feels desperate. The 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 them trying to make it too hip. So, well, you know, you know, for me, I'm kind of like sometimes I don't like change where I like them mm. the way they were, and they were just good with that. And you know, I guess sometimes you have to change. What you know, they're trying to get with the modern, you know, times and what's hip and, you know, maybe going a little too far, but we'll see. You know, it's too soon to judge. You know, they put up the 10-minute initial pitch presentation, which, you know, had its moments, but, you know, it had some moments that, you know, seemed like jokes you made in the past of, like, when you were, you know, like what the Three Stooges would be making references to these days with, like, Groupon or whatever, where they had, like, lines where it's like, oh, Animal's doing CrossFit now, and Fozzie thought uh, his Uber driver thought his joke was funny, and it's like, Okay, guys, we get it. They're they're now, but you know, I am looking forward to it, mm-hmm. and I want it to do well. You know, one way or the other, whether I like it or not. So, I gotta say, I'm a little troubled by this whole thing that they fit uh, this Muppet uh, Denise in the thing. First of all, yeah, you're not the only one. There was a lot of negative feedback, and I'm not saying I'm worried about that thing that Denise <laughs> is in it. I'm worried. I was talking to my friend. Do you know who Gary the Squirrel is by any chance? I'm familiar with Z-Man. Him. He's very upset. He feels like they're making fun of him with oh, that. Yeah, that breakup. Because his, his, his on-again, off-again lady friend is named Denise. And he thinks because this show would make fun of the Muppets so much that some Muppet writers paying us back by, by shot across the broadside at him by naming this Kermit's uh, girlfriend Denise. Yeah, it might be a little too close to home for him. I don't know. So, this Muppet thing, you think it's a flop. You've got it down in oh, the books uh, as a flop. I, I so what do you give flop. it? No stars? What do you give it? <laughs> Look, I, again, I haven't seen it yet. I, guaranteed I'm actually... bomb. Z-Man says, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Muppet, new Muppet show, guaranteed bomb. 
uh, he's seen all the episodes. He says it's no good. Don't bother watching it. Hey, hey, look. Look, I didn't. I, 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 um, uh, no, I, 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 oh my, you think, what am I talking? It's like I, Abbott and Costello didn't do as much I, I, I's as you just did. No, yeah. So what do you got that. for the list, Z man? What do you got for the well, list? You did your well, guess, plug. Sure, thank you. I appreciate that. And I guess just going with that, I would well, I would suggest maybe Sprocket from Fraggle Rock, the dog. Nope. Uh, what about uh, how about Big Bird? Big Bird? Are you crazy? Why? <laughs> yeah, he's no, this is a list kid. of the greatest characters, not the most boring characters. <laughs> Big Bird. First of all, there's no way that same old fart is playing Big Bird still. Is he Carol, like 110? He's, um, he's in his 80s. He's played it since the first episode. Because this is what I'll say. I'm calling <laughs> shenanigans on all these old-timers saying... Because I got all these Star Wars fans. They're all like, Chewbacca, it's still Peter... What's his name? Peter Mayhew. Really? Peter Mayhew? Yeah, I'm sure he's running down the corridor uh, in that Chewbacca suit at top... I'm sure that's a boy. That'll be an exciting scene in the new Star Wars movie when <laughs> Chewbacca leans against a wall, catching his breath. We're being chased, Chewie. We're being chased by the stormtroopers. Let's get out of here. And you see Chewbacca run, run six steps and then lean against the wall of the Death Star, sucking wind because they put the old man in the suit. They, no, they're putting him in for ceremonial things. Mm-hmm. And then they got some young guy running in that suit. And I it's that imagine. same thing with Big Bird. I saw one episode of Sesame Street. Big Bird just sat there. <laughs> he just sat there. He said, give me a second. <laughs> He's like, just give me a second. He said, can somebody get this kid off me? <laughs> my my leg hurts. That guy, what's his name? Carol? Carol Spinney? Carol Spinney. He's still in the. Nobody else has ever been in the big bird suit except him. No, there, uh, there, there's another guy who he's been training as his understudy for several years now. So he does all know. the heavy duty stuff, and then Carol once in a while throw the head on and jump ar- and like not even jump around. Big Bird will wave and then then he'll take the thing off and hand it to the young guy. I'm not sure how they uh, how they balance it. I mean, he he did do uh, Saturday Night Live. It was him. Uh, when he was on there a few years back when they had the Romney uh whole thing about PBS. But uh you know, he's still he's still he's still doing it. But uh yeah, as far as you know how often it's him and the other guy, I'm I don't know uh what the stats are. Now people online are saying they really wish you would give this new Muppet thing a chance that they're a little <laughs> okay. bummed that you were so quick to pull the trigger on saying this thing is uh and I think I'm quoting you accurately when I when I say the biggest flop of 2015, bar none. <laughs> well, I guess I I dislike it as much as you love Toilet Rock. <laughs> oh, Z man, you're you're a total joy. I thank you for calling. Oh, oh thank you. Have a good day. Who's on the hotline, Mike? Who? I'm going to the hotline. I'm being told we got a hot guest here. Who are we talking to? Hey, this is Pat Byrne. Pat Byrne. Oregon. From where? Yes. 
Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. You're a Pat Byrne, best show associate producer. Mike's not going to like that. You're also an associate producer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we got to bump Mike up. Maybe AP Mike doesn't fit him anymore. Right? I don't think it does. Yeah. What about co-EP like, uh, Mike? Should we make Mike co-EP co- of the show? Coordinating? We'll figure it out. Well, you're a a producer on it. You might have just got bumped down, Pat. Sorry. That's fine. So you were on tour. You're on tour with Nick, Mike Kroll, not Nick Kroll. Yes. Mike Kroll, rock star Mike Kroll. Mm -hmm. And you guys are playing where now? We're tonight. We're at the Doug Fur Lounge where you guys were a few weeks ago. We sold it out. We sold that thing out, man. I'm standing the best show sticker on the wall behind me. That's right. Yeah. What's going on there? Is everybody having fun on this tour? It's been a great run so far. We're about four days in and uh, looking forward to the show tonight with uh, Mac McConn and the non-believers. Second night with him. And everybody's been very nice. We're having a good time meeting some people. A lot of FOTs on the road that are coming up to me at the uh, merch table saying hello. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Did you, did you meet yeah. Mac? Are you talking to Mac? Yeah, I've been talking to Mac. Um, did you tell him you work guy. on the show? Did you tell him you work on it? I think he knows. Yeah, I met him uh, before this tour. Well, drive it. Drive that point home. He'll he'll get a kick out of. Tell Mac that Tom says hi. I will. I'll I'll, I'll let him know. Now, do you have something for the topic, Pat? Sure. Sure. I mean, you know, I will say I missed the first uh, half hour, so I don't know don't if this one has been said, but um, the uh, the dog from Married with Children, Buck, the one that we could, like, sort of read his thoughts, yeah. he always uh, had a... sad. Didn't that dog make you sad a little? Yeah, yeah. He was, like, the only one that saw the problem with the family. Yeah. Dog seemed like he wanted to get, like, hit by a car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sort a of a bummer. manic depressive yeah. dog. Dog was in hell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't <laughs> know if I can do buck. That'll make me All sad. right, I got one more. What do you got? From um from the world of late night with Conan, oh. the uh vomiting Kermit character. The vomit. Yes, I'll put that on. All right. Dudio, what do we got in the what do we got in the uh thirties? Forties, forty-five, vomiting Kermit from late forty-five. O'Brien, yes, I'll take it. Of course you will. So where's Mike right now? Where's Mike Crawl right now? Mike is behind me drinking a cup of tea. Ah, he's saving his voice. He no, is. He, no, he, he, said but he yelled, "Hi, Tom." Hi, Mike. Hi, too. Do oh, people, Max in the room too. Do people like the record? Tom Sharp one. Hey, Max, Mac, how are hi. you? Hold on, I'll put you on speaker. What's up, Tom? Hi, Mac. You're you on the they're air. Famous for out here. They're, they're famous out here in the Northwest for their great coffee, Tom. Do you know that? They do like their coffee in the Northwest. They love it. They like coffee I- and... If, wait, if you guys are in Portland, you got to go check the Voodoo Donuts out. You guys gotta go got to go to Voodoo here? Donuts. Got to go to Voodoo Donuts. That's the place, Voodoo Donuts. Check it out. 
They got all kinds of weird donuts. <laughs> voodoo donuts. Go, did you guys go to Voodoo Donuts yet? My you didn't go to Voodoo Donuts do yet? <laughs> you think they were under the spell of Voodoo the way they talk about Voodoo Donuts? Yeah. They're like yeah. zombies, but they eat donuts. Yeah. Well, wait. It's a donut plate? Wait. I'll go there. Can I pay $4.50 for one donut? Oh, I can? Yeah, please. Tell me how to get there. Wait, it's the price of a dozen donuts? You get one donut for the price of a dozen anywhere else? Yeah, please. By all means. Show me to the closest voodoo donuts. Can I get a donut with bacon on it? All right, guys. I can't do a sub show for you guys in the room. I hope you all have an awesome tour. Congratulations to Mac McCon and his and the non-believers. His solo album is great. Yes. Thanks, Tom. Tom, they were on KXP today. Okay. You can, That's cool. Yeah, You're doing well, a lot of set. Well, you can buy our record for the price of three and a half donuts. For the price of only three and a half donuts, you can buy Max. Full-length solo LP. I'll accept those at the merch table. You'll accept Voodoo Donuts as currency. Yes, it actually is. It actually is currency out there. Yes. <laughs> Mike Kroll's record Turkey is in stores now. Finally. Lo- yeah. Loving the cop uniforms. I'm seeing the pictures. Good. Yeah. It's invoking uh, and, uh, memories of crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco, we're, we're there tomorrow. Hank Rank. No, two, two days. Hank Rank might yeah. show up. I know Hank. Cool. The, the great Hank Rank, the drummer from crime. Guys, travel safe, keep rock hard, and I will talk to you all very soon. Thanks, Tom. Bye, Tom. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. We already are, Mac. We already are. That was nice. Stars filled with uh, celebrities tonight. We got Lil Bub, got Mac McCon, Mike Kroll. Who else did we have? Terry T, Pat Burtwell. Now we're best show. You're on the air. Hi, uh, it's Jonathan from Orlando. I got some for the topic. Very good. Well, how many spots do we have to fill? We have a bunch, right? Who do you got for the list, buddy? All right, number one, the Hound of the Baskervilles. But he didn't really exist, right? Well, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think they just put some stuff on a dog. Yeah, but that's not a Hound of the Baskervilles. It's a <laughs> dog with stuff piled on top of him. It was an important plot point. How many? 21 slots to go? We can do this. <laughs> right off the... Do we put Johnny's Bananas on the list? We did. Did we put the, we put the snakes from Pee-wee's Big Adventure on? The dog from Massive Headwound Harry should go... <laughs> what do you think? 15... What do you got in the 20s? Do where? 25. Perfect. What do you got, buddy? What else you got, buddy? 
You got John Wick's dog on the list? No, nah, it's too much of a bummer. The dog, the dog, <laughs> the dog eats it within the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. I can't do that. You know, you, you made me watch that movie, somebody though. somebody yelling at me to stop making fun of Carol Spinney. Uh, Tavy didn't like it. <laughs> Look. First of all, I've I've paid so much of this guy's salary with my tax dollars. I feel like I've earned a I got earned a right to say to tease him a little bit. He's living <laughs> off my uh, hard earned uh, the sweat off my brow, right? Yeah, I was I I, I got to say I was with that. What was his name? The guy who ran? Wait, which one is the president now? What's his name? Obama. What's the guy he ran against? Mint, Mint what? Mint Rumbles? Caller, what was his name? Uh, Mint Romney. Mint Romney. He, he was the one who wanted to kill Big Bird, right? Yeah. yeah that Not was that him. I wanted Big Bird dead, but I wanted that whole... I thought there was. they should have shut that channel down and turned it into like... They could have run like uh, it, other things on it. Right? I really got to watch Cousin Brucey shilling some doo-wop DVD. <laughs> Playing Billy Joel live in Russia. And then uh, trying to get me to pledge a hundred bucks to get a doo-wop DVD. <laughs> did you like the Roy Orbison uh, black and white concert? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I sure did. 28 years ago. <laughs> when that concert happened. Yeah. It was all right. Well, that's a sad story. Roy Orbison comes all the way back, and then he drops dead. That bums me out to no end. Guy finally makes a comeback, starts hanging out with the traveling Wilburys, doing that, gets his album, comes back, and then passes away. That's a bummer. At least he came. At least he got it though. Again, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And then now you hear his music in some uh, Geico commercial. <laughs> this one song I used to love so much. I won. Two wheels are rolling. You know that one? <laughs> I'm on the highway. I, I really like crying myself. You like crying a lot? Oh, yeah. I do that in karaoke a lot. Do you? I was all right <laughs> for a while. I could smile for a while. <laughs> right? Wrong. I, I don't like that one. I like the other one better. Just running scared. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. He didn't rap that. You hear that song, and then it's like it builds to the end, and then like he swallows the final thing. You're not exactly sure what happened. What? <laughs> Which one will it be? You turn to me and walk And you're like, what? What did he say? And walk away with me. Walk away with which one? Who? Well, you're really digging this Roy Orbison humor. You're cracking me up. He was the best. Roy Orbison was great. He was great. Do you have anything? Did we? Did I forget where you were at in terms of what you? I got one more, but I'm a little nervous. What is it? All right. Um, In the movie Roger and Me, no lady kills. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's Dan and Carney. How are you? Dan and Carney, what's up? Now, for people who don't know, Carney is in New Jersey, and uh, if you're saying to yourself, "Boy, I wish I, I, I don't, know, I wish I knew what a town like Carney was like," well, just ask, just 
ask yourself, where, what's the town in my town where they throw down spikes on the road to get people to pop their tires and then lure them to buy uh, stolen uh, tires and they do tire repair on tires they stole off other cars and uh, and pizza places, then you'll know what Carney is like. So what's going on, Dan? Not too much. I got, I got some free topic. I, I got three dogs and three friends. Let's hear the dogs. Okay. Uh, Pete the Pup from Little Rascals. Nah. Okay, you probably won't like the other two, but... Uh, oh, yeah, well, let's hear. Well, let's see. We got, well, Knuckles the dog who helps people. Who? Knuckles the dog who helps people from the Killdozer song. No. No, it's not happening. And then Toto from the... From, uh, from the band Toto? What? Yes. That, no, well... <laughs> the band Toto. No, from from the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, I don't know. But if I may just submit one Fred. What Fred? Fred uh, the cockatoo from Beretta. No, I think the Fred that's got to make it is the Fred from Smokey and the Bandit. Four legged Fred. Yeah, that's one of the other. And then there was yeah. Gay Fred Muggs was the third Fred from the Today Show. No, that's uh. Sigourney Weaver's brother or something, right? Wasn't he like? Wasn't her father on the Today Show? <laughs> and like that, like that was like the she grew up with that monkey, right? Is that am I wrong on that? I'm not sure. I, mean, I have to look this up now. I mean, it's not her. I'm not saying it's her biological brother, obviously, but like she grew well, up I, with that monkey, yeah, like but, I mean, in her house or something. That has to have some Fred Fra- Fred from Smokey and the Bandit. Um, what's in the twenties? Twenty nine, please. And this connection's killing me. I gotta say goodbye. And Tavia, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just st- st- sticking up for my rights as a taxpayer. I love you too. Best show. You're on the air. Uh, hey Tom, it's Kevin. Oh, Kevin, I like it. Simple. Clean Kevin. Where are you calling from, Kevin? Cincinnati. Cincinnati. What's up? Uh, nothing. I had a, uh, a couple for the topic. The bird from the Wawa logo goes very high on this list. Ta- what do we got in the teens? 12. 12, please. The, the Wawa from Wawa. Okay, what do you got, Kevin? Okay, I had um, the fox that says chaos reigns in uh, Antichrist. No. <laughs> All right, how about uh, Basil and Budgie, the dog lead singers in Caninus? That's pretty good, actually. Um. The, the the dog was, but he's not, yeah, but he's an entertainment, yeah. Let's put the dog, they'll share a slot, the dog from the band Caninus and the bird from Hate Beak. Okay? That sounds good. What do we got in the 30s? Uh, Let's see. Thir- 32, please. The dog, th- there was a dog who was the lead singer of a band called Caninus. And he's going to share it with the bird from the band Hate Beak. 
Anything else, buddy? Uh, I'm going to give it one more. Uh, the dog that says, I love you, at the beginning of Sure Shot by DC Boys. No. Best show, you're on the air. Yeah, hey, it's Mike in Portland. How are you? Good, Mike. What's going on? You going to see Mac McCon tonight and Mike Kroll? No, I'm not. I Why? am not, actually. Doug Fur's a little, it's a little far away. You're in Portland? Away. Which Portland? Which Port Oregon. How's it far away? Um, I mean, it's on the east side. I'm on the west side. Oh, you're so close to such a great night, and you're going to... Should you, I go? You I should go. Go. It's, I'm I serious. Mike Kroll Live is heavy duty, man. And Mac, all the hits... I'll get on the bus. I'll get on the bus. I'm serious. I'm in all seriousness. You're going to have a good time. Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, So, yeah, Puffy the dog from uh, There's Something About Mary. Funniest animal scene ever in the history of of cinema. What, when that dog flew to his death? That was part of it, but he also got electrocuted. Let's put Um, Ubu. Ubu should be on the list from Sit, Ubu, Sit. What do you think? Did that dog make it? Right? I don't, I don't know. I don't like when that dog. I don't. I'm crazy about that dog. Wait, but he brought it back to life by doing um, like a defibrillator with. Yeah. Uh, no, no, cord. I saw the movie. Don't worry. I. It's not like I didn't have access to. There's something about Mary. We all did. Okay. Yeah. I'm just not that nuts about him. About that. Okay, dog. that's cool. He's in a cast. Makes me sad. Um, he is. Yeah. First of all, there were two, I'm being told by John Solomon from WPRB that there were two dogs that sang lead for Caninus, uh, Budgie and Basil. So oh, there we go. Uh, go ahead. Sorry, buddy. Any other ones? Uh, no, that's all, man. Okay, but uh, I love the show. Uh, thank you. I appreciate. It. I'm telling you, go go to Doug Fur. You won't regret it. I will go there. Shout out to Mark in uh, in Bloomfield. I'm telling you right oh, now, right now, my friend. If you regret yeah. it, I'll pay for your ticket. Okay. All right. If you re- if you watch that full show, and you say, you know what, I regret it, I'll pay for your ticket. I'll hit you up. I appreciate but it. Don't miss it. Thanks though. So don't much. show up late and be like, I missed my crawl and I regret it. That's on <laughs> you. <laughs> no, no, I'm great good. Night. Best show. You're on the air. Hi. Uh, this is Colin, Colin from Vancouver. Colin from Vancouver. What's up, Colin? Uh, not much. Uh, I've got a suggestion for the topic. What do you got? Uh, I was thinking Hoser from the movie Strange Birds. Oh, he's in the top ten, my friend. Oh, he's already... Oh, I, I missed the early... Yeah, Hosehead's in the top ten. Yeah. Uh, mouse, of the, mouse of the Cape. Where should the Mouse of the Cape go? Top ten. The Mouse of the Cape? Hold on. Shh, shh. Six, please. Ubu, what do we got in the 40s? 41, Ubu. And then the 40s are closed out now? 40s are closed. Did we put stupid, uh, a.k.a. S-head from the jerk? We did. The bear from the edge. What, What goes in the 20s? 26, please. 
Like I say, please after everyone. It's very mad. Very I'm trying to reinstate a sense of elegance to things. The way, like, dudes like George Clooney want to. Everybody wear tuxedos everywhere. Watch that movie Tomorrowland on the plane. On one of the seven flights I took in the last two weeks. You ever see that movie, Caller? Tomorrowland. Uh, I've never seen it, no. How was it? I don't know if it was just me watching it on a plane, but I had an alright time watching that thing. That's alright. A little weird. It's a weird movie. Yeah. I, I, kinda I think it, it. kind of bombed, but it seemed like yeah. it was Take it easy. trying to do something different. Take it easy, Sandy Kenyon. What are you giving the box office uh, beat here? So, <laughs> I, I what, don't know. I, what do you got for I, the top? What do you got? For uh, I was also thinking uh, this one. I don't know if you know it. Uh, it was popular in Canada. It was called Tales by the Riverside. No, that we and can't. It starred can't do a Amy Hamster. No, it's not. It's not happening. It's not happening. Okay, sure. Okay, we need so some cats. Though, let's get some cats on this list. Let's. We need a few good cats. We could do dogs all night long. Let's get some cats. Jimmy Jazz. What do we got in the twenties? 27, Jimmy Jazz from the How Was Your Week podcast. Here comes Mike, and I am scared. Here's the list. The Compassionate Dinosaur from Tree of Life. No. Snowball the Pig from Animal Farm. No. The Horse from The Godfather. What he's not saying there is the horse head from The Godfather. Um, The horse head has to make it, though. He's right, he's right on that. What's in the 30s? Uh, 33, 34. 34, the horse head from, from the Godfather. Did we Philip Marlowe's cat make it on the list from Long Goodbye? No. 33 for that, please. And that closes at the 30s? Cecil the lion. Cyrus the bull from the Matthew McConaughey Lincoln ad. I don't even know what that is. And the other side has stuff written all over it, too. Lassie. Shark from Jaws. Mr. Ed, no. No, no, this is... Nope. Can't do it. Morris the Cat, what do you think? Does he make the list? No. Nobody liked Morris the Cat. Toonsis is on the list, though, right? Best show, you're on the air. Hi, yeah, this is Patrick in Brooklyn. Hi, Patrick. Uh, I got two or three for the topic. What do you got? Uh, so the first one is, uh, the, uh, Little Jerry Seinfeld from Seinfeld. Little Jerry Seinfeld. Which one was that? The Pez? No, that was the, the chicken that was in the cockfight that, uh, Kramer somehow named after Jerry. No. What else? Okay. Um, so I was thinking the second one would be the bunny from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the killer rabbit. Yeah, I'm not feeling that one. Sorry. All right. And then the third one is like more on the entertainment tip, but it's, uh, the lion from the MGM grant, uh, the MGM, uh, you know, the MGM lion. Yeah, I don't think so. Sorry, buddy. You struck out. One, two, three strikes you're out. Go. What do you got, my friend? Okay, I got Ferdinand the Bull from the kids' uh, book. To whom? Who? To whom am I speaking? 
Amy from Portland. Portland, Oregon, or? Portland, Portland, Oregon. How well, are you tonight? Are you going to the show tonight to see Mac McCon and Mike Kroll at Doug Fur? Unfortunately, I'm not. What? Why no, not? I'm stuck at home tonight. Sorry. Okay. So, Amy, what I do you... I did go and see you, though. Oh, that's and nice. I, I laughed that. so hard that my jaw hurt the whole next day. Oh, that's the nicest thing I've ever heard. Seriously, that's so sweet of you to say. It was fun, though, right? Oh, yeah, no, it was a great time. I had such an amazing time. It was really fun. Did you like when Gary the Squirrel talked to Steve Malcolmus and Matt Fraction? Yeah, Gary the Squirrel is a really great interviewer. Very hard-hitting. Very... Yeah. Holds people's feet to the fire. So, who do you have for the list, Amy? So, I have Ferdinand the Bull from the children's book. I'm not placing it. Okay, that's okay. Milo and Otis. That movie, I never saw that movie, but it, may, it looks incredibly sad. It, it's actually incredibly sweet. I don't know. Something about it's this. just like a cat and dog and they're best friends and they get lost and go on an adventure and then like grow up. And that's Ma- Robert Altman directed that? I honestly don't remember. Who directed it, Mike? He did, I know he did a series of animal movies for a while where he kept doing The only like, thing that's the only thing that's sad about Milo and Otis is I know that they, like, made the animals do kind of sketchy stunts. But, like, when you're a kid, it's a really sweet and soothing movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that always upsets me when you see these things and then you're just like, you know the, you know they had, like, uh, uh, they're putting a the dog on a trampoline or something to get him to... No, totally. Like, there's a scene where they, like, push the cat down the river and the cat's, like clearly not okay with what they did and as an adult it's like oh my god i can't believe they did that but as a kid i was like oh you know adults did this it must have been okay um because adults adults it was a weird thing wrong right when you're a kid you're like yeah adults are you generally right yeah no totally are we By the way, everybody, we're doing half-hour power tonight, uh, the best show post-show after this, so please call in and be a part of that. I uh, would love to uh, have you all call the unscreened half-hour of rapid-fire calls. Uh, Milo notice I'm going to respectfully pass. Who else do you have? Okay, um, my last one that I have for you is, I know you already have The Simpsons, but Blinky the Three-Eyed Fish. That makes me sad. It makes me think of just poison. But, no, but, but maybe we need a like message. You're it. right. Maybe we need a message in this one. It can't just be fun and games. Also, do you have a fish on the list? I don't think we do. What do we got in the 20s? 28. The uh, awesome. Blinky the fish. I really do like this cat from that Monty Python Confuse a Cat sketch. That cat oh, yeah. always made me laugh. That that is a good one. Let's put that cat from the cat from Confuse a Cat, please. Uh, what's in the What's in the thirties? Nothing. What's in the forties that looks soft to you? That looks better to you than it than being in the forties? Mm, dog with a blog. I, I'm starting to regret that one already. I have no idea what dog with a blog is. I'm sorry for the fans don't of that. Don't worry, don't worry. Um, 
We got to put the dog uh, from. Uh, uh, so, what's in the thirties? It looks uh, like it should be ranked higher, Jason. Yeah, he's got to be higher. Move. Can you move him to the twenties, please? Somewhere in the twenties, and then we can move um, uh, uh, the confuse a cat from Monty Python into that slot that stupid aka bleephead from the jerk was in one of the funniest dogs we got to put Jermaine from uh, adventure time on there what have we got in the 20s 21 Jermaine from adventure time not putting the incredible mr limpet it's the weirdest thing i ever saw in my life not putting your dog putting it in my dog nope Moby Dick, that's a good one. Yeah, let's put Moby Dick on there. What do we got in the teens, please? Oh, uh, Moby Dick, eleven. How many open? Uh, what? What are the open slots? Seven open. Do you have anything else, uh, Amy? Um, actually, you just made me think of the scary uh, Marabou Storks from Marabou Stork Nightmare. I know that they're in his head. But they're terrifying. From what? What the what now? From the book, The Marabou Stork Nightmares. I'm not, I don't know that. Oh, okay. it's a really great book. All right, I'm going to check it out. Thank yeah, you. I, I really recommend it. Thanks. I appreciate it. Have a good night. You too. Bye, Tom. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I, I could have, if I would have done, if I would have made the bet that I had in my head driving here tonight, now Mike, I'd be walking up to the ticket window doing a, a, a merengue up to the window, waving around the ticket that says, AP Mike says white dog at some point during the show. <laughs> Although the thing is, the odds on that would be like not very good. They'd be like 12 to 10 odds. You know, the kind of thing you gotta put down all sorts of money to get two dollars to make two more dollars. Yeah, white dine with ten minutes to go. That'd be like one of those bets, man, where you just you just know you're Hmm, Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's maybe the only human I would put. That guy's such a mutant, I would almost put him down as an animal. Should he be the only human on the list? Yeah, let's do that. Where could he go? 19, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Then King Kong should make the list. The poor King Kong. Didn't bug nobody. Everybody brought him here, and he went bonkers. They mowed him down. Who do we got on the line? Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? This is Taylor in Denver. Oh, I know you. I think we talked about one of your suggestions. You are the host of the podcast. I like it. What's it called? (laughs) These Things Matter. These Things Matter. With mm-hmm. that other fella you host with, who I met, right? I met him? Uh, I don't know if you've met, uh, well, Worm, I guess is his name now. Uh, either that or Herb or Kirby or any number of things. What's his actual name? Kevin. Kevin yeah. O'Brien. Yes. 
I'm not putting the tortoise that Danny Trejo's head rode around on on Breaking Ugh. Bad. That's not happening. Did you make, did, did we get you one of your things on here already? Yes, and I, I don't mean to be greedy by, by suggesting too. Yeah, the massive Edwin Harry dog is a, is a must, I think. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but I, I did want to say that I think it's uh, vital to have Jonesy the cat from Alien on this list. But that's the cat that, uh, I haven't seen Alien in a while. That cat was the Alien, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Uh, no, the cat and Sigourney Weaver were the only two things that survived right. the alien attack. All right, what's a good slot there, Dudio? Even if we got to move someone out. Nine and fifteen. Put uh, please put at fifteen uh, Jonesy the cat. King Kong nine. One, two, three, and four are open. Okay, here we go. Watch this. Gary the Squirrel. One. No, 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 no. Strike that, please. Bugs Bunny, one. And I got these guys. I get the once in a while these comedy guys say to me, I don't, I hate Bugs Bunny so much. You know what? You don't like comedy then. You just don't. It all springs from Bugs Bunny. You leave him alone. You're fine, but you don't, you pick on that dude, you step on his thing, he ruins you from every angle. He could do it all. Suddenly he's magic. He's dressing like a lady. He's tricking you. You're hypnotized. He's making you say the wrong thing. Right? Duck he's season. Rabbit in the room. Yeah, because when all of a sudden that thing where he goes, duck season, rabbit season, right? Remember that one? And then all mm-hmm, of a sudden mm-hmm. he's, he switches it on you. And you're so hypnotized by him that you say the thing he, the, the other thing in the pattern. Mm-hmm. And then you're screaming that it's duck season and you're a duck. Well, he says it with such confidence is the thing. He gets you to the point where you're going like, I'm telling you, it's duck season. <laughs> and then he just goes, well, you're right. I'm sorry. And then walks away. And then he'll do a thing with a, a cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it, you gotta, that's, it's the, it's the classic smart guy wins. Everybody likes it. Well, the smart people like it when the smart guy wins by using his wits. But he's dumb, though. That's the other thing. He gets words wrong. <laughs> he mispronounces things. That's true. Right? What a maroon. Mm-hmm. You know. He's psychiatry. Yeah. He's always, and he's always going to Pismo Beach. So he's trying to find it. I Gary feel like the, it must have. I'm sorry. Gary the Squirrel. It must have been a, a, a big thing back in the day in the 50s. To go to Pismo to go Beach. To Pismo Beach. Yeah. yeah. Must have been a big thing for those animators to go to Pismo Beach. <laughs> um, who's number two? Gary the Squirrel is now. Perfect. Who else is open? What other slots are open now? Three and four. Who are we missing? Who are, are, are there anybody you look at that list, dude, and you're like, that person should be number three or number four? Stupid from the jerk. Might have to go up. Hi. No, I'm not putting Senior Frog. The worst <laughs> characters ever. Yeah, like Bugs Bunny could also draw his own way out of the thing. 
Julia just put a picture up here. Suddenly he'd be at the animator's table. Yeah. Out, outsmarting you. He'd go, he'd go, go meta on you. He's kind of the god of that world, maybe? I don't know. I'm maybe getting a little too deep there. I'm telling you, no. There'd be no best show if it wasn't for Bugs Bunny. You're right, though. There'd be no modern comedy if it wasn't for Bugs Bunny. No. He took it. He was, he was a slob who took it to everybody. He took it right to him. I mean, he's, he's the real, like, true American, you know. If yeah. you're going to have, like, a, a guy who stands for America... I'd go with him over, you know, I don't know, Elvis or whomever else you're gonna you're gonna hold up. He should be on, yeah. Bugs Bunny should be on the Mount Rushmore, <laughs> right? Yes. All right, I got to get these other calls, Taylor. Okay. Thanks for calling. Are you good? Are we done? You're gone. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Who's this? This is Neil from Chicago. Neil from Chicago, what do you got? I've got two for you. The first is Dinky from National Lampoon's Vacation. No. Now, okay, what about the Ram from the album cover? Uh, you know, I like uh, the Ram. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel it going on that. Uh, on the, I don't feel it making it as much as I like that album. All right, can can I pitch one more? What do you got? Big Daddy, the rooster that's mentioned in the Guy to Buy Voices song, Don't Stop Now. Yeah, no, that's not making sense. All right, thanks. Love it, love it. What makes right. Big Daddy, right, was it again? Yeah, what makes Big Daddy wander or something like that. I what makes cock of the walk, don't stop now, don't stop <laughs> now. Here comes Mike with an emergency thing. Exactly. Okay, thank you, buddy. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye. I'm being told to go to line three because there is a super guest on line three. Uh, to who, hi, to whom am I speaking? This is Lisa Jane Persky. Lisa Jane Persky. Oh my goodness. How are you? Oh, what a great idea this is. Oh, thank, well, it's Anthony Bedard came up with the idea. He gets all the credit for this. I love it and I love him. Remember when Bugs so Bunny sawed Florida off when he was like waging war against America? He's the best, but you know the prototype for Bugs Bunny is really Burr Rabbit. But 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 there's always a prototype for everything. Yeah, there'll right. be a prototype. Anyway. Somebody will take the best show and they'll be doing it, and all this will look like some old moldy <laughs> blues record compared Burr to what Rabbit. they're doing with it. Pretty good though, pretty good. But okay. so I have a few. I'm just going to sort of list. Let's I'll just, go. I'll just Who do you got? I'm ready. Okay, the monkeys. In the band, The Monkees. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. The Tiger, uh, the Tiger of uh, Siegfried and Roy, Manticore. Wait, that's that's a pretty. You mean the one who ate Roy? Yeah, he's dead now, but <laughs> he's he can dead. do us no harm. But anyway, uh, how about Bigfoot? Since there is only one. But is he a monster or an animal? Oh, I. Or a person? I don't really know. We don't know. I just thought since Art Bell is, you know, so chuffed by, you know, your mention of him that we might put a chupacabra or a yeah. Yeti in there somewhere. We should put a chupacabra. Let's put, let's put, no, Bigfoot should be on there. This is what I'm going to say. Can you move? I just felt somebody else should be higher in the third slot there. Let's, who, who is number uh, eight? Poochie, Poochie, 
Not so hot, man. <laughs> Who? Move, move Ho's head, move Poochie to number three because Poochie represents so much of everything that's wrong in everything ever. And then let's put Bigfoot in that other slot where Poochie was. And does that fill out the list? Number four, who should be, who else is in the top 20 that should go higher? Woody Woodpecker? He's terrible. Come on, Mike's mad. I actually got Mike mad. (laughs) Yeah, we already got a jokester on here, Mike. Who's that now? Now, Tunes says, let's move. We need to put Tarkus on the list. The Tarkus, yes. The Tarkus. One other prog reference. When you said Manticore, you made me think of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer's record label, Manticore (laughs) Records. Um, let's put the, who's at number 10? Okay. The dancing chicken goes up to number four. Where to make, make Mike happy. The dancing chicken from Strozek. That's good. The, the manticore from the, 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 the Tarkus from Emerson, Lake and Palmer's Tarkus, which is a, a, a militarized armadillo. Goes at number 10. And then Mike suggested on the list here. Mike said the bear and the kid. In what? In zoo. Mike is obsessed with this zoo. James Patterson Zoo. I don't get it. Look, you got your chicken as number four, Mike. You're, you're, you're well represented on the list. Did you say you needed another cat? I'm not putting the dog from the thing on this. The dog that turns into that pile of monsters. Ugh, one of the most upsetting things ever. (laughs) I think we're full. I think we got everybody. We're full. We're full. It was a good one. Thank you, LJP. Nice to hear your voice. It's nice to hear your voice. You're one of my favorites. Listen to your show. I enjoyed the show in L.A. The, the live, live show. show. Yes. That was fun, oh, right? Fantastic. Should the honey badger, did we miss an opportunity to put the honey badger on here? What do you think? The, you know, the just honey the, badger? Just the, in, gen, or, in general, the honey badger, that angry little creep who. I don't know. I don't, do you need him? I don't think so. I think we're okay. All right. Dude, this good night. Video. Thank you. You have a good night. Lisa, thank you so much. Right, Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Let's take these final calls. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's Alex from Michigan. How are you? What's up, Al? Uh, I am, uh, my, I have some topics, some for the topic. Uh, you were looking for a cat. I was thinking the cat from Alf. Lucky. No. Sorry. No. Best show, you're on the air. Hello? Hi. Who's this? This is Jay in Stone Mountain. Jay in Stone Mountain, what do you got? Well, I was waiting to say Dakota the Dancing Bear. Oh, my God, we forgot Mike's song. Mike, why don't you remind me? No, I want to, should we do it next week or should we do it tonight? Let's do it tonight. I'm so sorry, caller. What were you saying? Dakota the Dancing Bear by David Allen Coe. No. 
Okay. And also, Martin's brother is Joe Estevez. Joe, Joe, thank you. Joe Estevez, the the Estevez that is in Decker. Yes. You ever see Decker? I have not, but I I, I did enjoy his performance in Werewolf also. You should watch Decker tonight. There's two seasons of it. Decker. Right. Starring Tim Heidecker. It's his, it's Tim's masterwork where he portrays Decker. I see. Goodbye. Best show you're on the air. Final call. Final call. Okay, thank you. Welcome. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Who who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Eric from Queens. Eric from Queens. What's going on tonight, Eric? Hey, I'm good. Well, that's not what's going on. Well, that is part of what's going on. I have a couple of uh, animals that I don't think I've been mentioned yet. What's Um, going on? What did you do tonight, buddy? What did I do? How many lines or how many... How many lines? No, well, I'm just, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Um, you know, Freddy the Pig, he's like, uh, he was sort of like a rival to like the Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Not really. Okay, there was a, there was a writer from upstate New York, Walter Brooks. He did like a series of books with Freddy the Pig. He was like my personal favorite character, um, animal entertainer. So were you, what, what did you do tonight? What did you do tonight? Did you walk around your neighborhood? You're, no, I just, nice you know, I just, I just did a, I just did a couple of poppers and like walked around the block. Sure. It's like a normal night for me. Yeah, yeah. Staring in a couple and, windows, maybe. <laughs> right? You can admit it. You know, uh, the brother they can't put you in jail for what you're thinking. Like, yeah, I, I, that's like sort of my. Uh, well, you don't mind taking a little uh, peek once in a while, right? Right. <laughs> This, this is this is the part of the show. It all doesn't, gets erased. It doesn't, all gets hurt, erased doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Uh, you ain't hurting the way you see it. It doesn't hurt nobody if you're taking a little look in a window, so seeing what's what, right? Yeah, I can only talk for a few more seconds because there's someone like there's literally like uniform officers breaking into my place right now. But before I get off the phone, I want to say Howard Hughes from Parade Magazine, which was you know. I know that like the Marmaduke creator just died a few days ago, but like wasn't wasn't didn't he rip off Howard Hughes? Why does everybody hate Howard Hughes? Don't be ashamed to admit it. <laughs> you're a, you're a peeper. You're an old school peeper. You're, you're a popper peeper, right? You do you do a couple poppers and you do a couple peepers, right? Well, there's there's it's like I like to keep it symmetrical. Yeah, yeah. It's like there has to be there has to be equal amounts on both sides. But I'm just saying like. Howard Hughes, it's kind of like... Okay, you drive me nuts. So, we are going to do uh, the... Uh, what are we going to do? The half hour power coming up next. I'm going to tweet it out now. Half hour of power coming up next. Best the best show post show call in call in 201 332 3484 all right um i want to tell you all that we are doing uh sharpling worse are playing live 
Uh, we will have shows, final shows of 2015. We will be appearing in uh, Saturday, November 28th in Toronto, Ontario at the Mod Club. Sunday, November 29th, Boston, well, Cambridge, Massachusetts at the Sinclair. And Sunday, December 13th, Philadelphia at Union Transfer. And I can tell you, I know at least one of these shows is very close to selling out. So you don't uh, want to sleep on that. Shows are very close to selling out. Don't miss out on your tickets if that's uh, if you want to see it. See it. Don't miss it. Stereolaughs.com. And also, again, to the movie Two Step. I really did like that movie. I think it's a really great movie. Uh, is it Alex R. Johnson? I believe is his name. He's a fan of the show, and he but he directed a legitimately great movie. Um, wrote and directed it. Um, I'm, I'm a, you should all check it out over at. Uh, you could check it out. It's on all the usual places. It's on Amazon Video, Google Play, YouTube. Um, so yeah, support it. Really well made, really well directed, and well written. I am a fan. And speaking of being a fan, we're going to end tonight's show. The real treat. AP Mike has put together a new song. What is the name of this song, Mike? Breakfast with the King. Breakfast with the King. Oh. And what is the input? Do you want to give any any detail or should we just hear it? Okay, please, please. Come on, you can grab that mic. How are you tonight? I'm doing good. Happy birthday, Dudio. Your Dudio's here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, he's putting the headphones on. He's getting all position. We're not taking calls. You didn't need the headphones on right yet. But let's let's do. How so what is Breakfast with the King, Mike? It's sort of a cross between a tribute to Ray Stevens, who did novelty mm-hmm. yes, he did. novelty songs. Yeah. And a parody of uh you know all those duets with dead people. Oh, <laughs> And it was inspired. Uh, uh, it was actually uh, inspired uh, uh, by your uh-huh. musical collage, which you'll 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 hear. Oh, so I'm to blame for part of this. <laughs> yeah, as you yeah, were saying, you, you started to spark. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, and, and let me just say, uh, yeah, the music was all done again by Jesse Elsner, and the production uh, he handles all of that, and he did a great job. Awesome! I cannot wait to hear it. I want to thank everybody for listening and tell everybody. Uh, also, thanks to uh, uh, Lil Bub for checking in and, and Mike, Lil Bub's friend. We will be back uh, next week with the best show and Half Hour Power coming up next. And the world debut of AP Mike's song that he he wrote and produced with Jesse Elsner. But it's just billed as AP Mike, right? Yeah, but he's he's my main guy. He's your main guy. Breakfast with the King. Let's all check it out now, and we will see you next week.
Sorry. Is that necessary, Jim? My head is pounding. Here, have a beer. I know it's your favorite breakfast drink. All hail the American night. Clearly it's morning, Jim. Geez, I think I'm still drunk. Out here in the perimeter, there are no stars. Out here, we is stoned, immaculate. What were you drinking last night? I don't know. Half gallons of wine and six packs of beer. Beer. Where's the wine, the new wine, dying on the vine? I don't know. Did you try the cupboard? What was that? I don't know. Sounds like guns. Under. I didn't hear anything. Impossible concentration. Indians scattered on dawn's highway bleeding. Indians, 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 Indians. Not the Indians again. It's too damn early for the Indians, Jim. Souls of ghosts, dead Indians, maybe. Freaking out and just leaped into my soul. So I'm speaking to the soul of a dead Indian right now? I have an ancient Indian crucifix around my neck. Well, that's not exactly the same thing, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you want to do today, Jim? We could plan a murder start a religion. I think I'll take the bus to the park. Bus gives you a hard-on with books in your lap. I've never had that problem, Jim. And I've carried a lot of books on buses. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. Did you know freedom exists in a school book? The same books you had on the bus? Disgusting. 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 and death smiled. Here we go. The hitchhiker stood by the side of the road and leveled his thumb in the calm calculus of reason. Earth to Jim. Earth to Jim. Come in, Jim. Jumped, humped, born to suffer. Now you're beginning to make sense again. I don't know. I had a splitting headache. Why don't we sing that song from last night? You know, the one about the birds? In the summer sky, bird of prey, bird of prey. In the summer sky, bird of prey, bird of prey. Flying high, flying high, flying high, flying high. Gently pass on by. 
Bird of prey, bird of prey, gently pass on by. Bird of prey, bird of prey, flying high, flying high, flying high, flying high. Am I going to die? Bird of prey, bird of prey. Am I going to die? Bird of prey, bird of prey. Flying high, flying high, flying high, flying high. Take me on your flight. Take me on your flight, flight.